but tell me, just what is it that you want to do? We want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. And we want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. Um, you might have, you might have uh, remember from last week, Harrison is uh, actually not on the show this week. Uh, Harrison is, I want to say he's on vacation, but he's not actually on vacation. Um, Harrison's doing a, uh, he's kind of doing an international tour right now. Um, He's following the show, I guess he's a huge fan of the show, Puppetry of the Penis. Have you ever heard of that? I love that show. You've, yeah, yeah. I've watched, like, like, okay, as far as I'm aware, that actually originated in Australia. Did, did it? Like I am the, not okay, surprised. The, not, maybe not the show itself, but like the, the the art known as puppetry of the penis. Apparently, this is what I, I was told. So he's some uh, Aussie that drank a shitload of Fosters. They, and he's like, oh, I can move my penis They around. did it during the war. Oh, they did it, wait, during... In the trenches in World War One. some dude figured out he must have had a long enough dick. He figured out, I can do all this funny shit with my dick and entertain all the other lads. And it became this art form that got passed down. Wait, so from generations yeah. in, in Australia. It's so the, the no, show. Not, not, not like, not like, you know, like I'm a tailor and I'm going to teach my son to be a tailor. <laughs> not that kind of thing. But it was like you, this. You don't become an apprentice to learn how to. No, it was more this your... like this, um, not like an urban legend, but, you know, like this thing. Oh, there was a guy in the trenches who did this thing. And then the next and person who would do on. it learned about it and from that person and then it got passed on. So do you guys have regular television in Australia or do you just watch guys do puppet shows of their dicks? I mean, it depends what you <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Australian voice you're hearing right there is uh, my guest on the show today, male uh, uh, porn performer. You can call me a porn star. Porn okay. star, Sterling yeah. Cooper. Uh, thank you, Sterling, for being on the show, man. Thank you so Filling much for in. having me. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, Harrison is really into puppetry of the penis. Good I don't man. know if he's as into it as you are, but he's really into it. It's he's written funny. some fan fiction, and he's been volunteering as, like, I don't know, like production coordinator or something. So, I guess they have a few dates in Europe, and he's just kind of... He said he was going to Malta, but... I don't know if they're if it's if he's following the show in Malta, but he's super into it. I'm a little nervous that he might just take off with the show and maybe become a, a, a puppeteer. A penis puppeteer. A penis puppeteer. I'm a little nervous and not come back to sick and wrong. Hey. So hopefully he'll be back next week. Don't ruin his dreams, man. I, I, that's the thing. I, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to block his dreams. I don't want to I don't want to stand in the way of his career fulfillment. But, you know, if he wants to become a, a pup, penis puppeteer. He's more than welcome to. Well, can, can you tell him to ask if what I just said is true? Oh, about, about, about the, the, uh, the history of... Because I of, really want to know if that was true. I, you know, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I could see Australians being really into that kind of thing. <laughs> I'd see that like being like top-notch entertainment over there. 
Especially in Adelaide. What else are you going to do? (laughs) Um, So anyway, yeah. So uh, filling in today is uh, Sterling Cooper who's going to be on the show. Thanks for being on the show, man. Um, You know, it's not often that uh, that we get to have uh, male porn stars on the show. Well, we're not really seen very much. When you think about it, like... 90% 90% of my job, I'm filmed from, like, the nipple down. Well, that's the thing. They don't want to see your face. No one sees my yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to see your dick inside a vagina. No, the joke or I ass. make to my, my friends back home, because I have this tattoo on my forearm here, and so I tell them, look, they, they always ask me, like, how... Like, I The last thing they want to see is me if they're jerking off to porn. <laughs> and I say, look, if you see this tattoo, then you know you're watching my dick. <laughs> okay, because they, they would. There's no. There's no way they would know. Exactly, because they're, yeah. they're not seeing my face, but they can see my arm stroking it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's probably why uh, male porn stars don't make as much money. Probably female porn stars, because you're not really even showing your face. Yeah, I mean, I think in, in the gay industry they make a shitload. More oh yeah, money. I can see. Oh, so we gay uh, gay porn stars make more than just like straight porn. Gay porn, porn stars, as far as I'm aware, the the gay porn stars make about the same amount as female porn stars make in straight porn. Oh, I didn't even know that. You know? Yeah, I figured it was just easier. I mean, there's like so many guys that would be down to do it, but probably not many guys that can actually do it. Yeah. I think that's probably like most guys would be like, fuck yeah, I'll have sex with them. But when it comes down to like when you got the cameras on and like you're sitting there, it's like, I can't do this. It is totally different. It's like, it's like you, you, because you hear so many dudes who are like, oh, I could be a porn star, blah, 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 blah. And it's like the first, if there's one consistent thing I see, is that the moment a dude gets an ego, if a guy comes onto a set with an ego and like talking a big talk, guarantee his dick's gonna fucking flop. <laughs> guarantee it. Yeah, but because like, I mean, it's it's mostly mental. I mean, you have to be in the mental state entirely, to make it happen. It's, you'd be shocked how like how many male porn stars you just you think of. You've got, everyone has this like image of a male porn star being or probably have this image of them being like arrogant and egotistical and blah blah blah. The number of male porn stars who meditate would shock you wow they're, you've just, they're be, just like you've got into new age kind of yeah, meditation well, like, you've be, they don't drink they exercise regularly they're not they're not out there doing cocaine because their dick won't work if <laughs> they're doing cocaine yeah right? i guess you have to you probably have to maintain a certain level of like stamina and health and and mental and mental health like yeah, you've got to be able to be present thing. and like because you got to block out all this other shit yeah, I mean, you got to block out of, you know, cameras and a bunch, like, what, what but 10 people watching you? While simultaneously being aware of it, because you've got to know where the camera is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you're working for the camera. And that, that's the other thing, too, with, that I've never understood about. Well, I guess it would definitely affect my performance. I, I, I can honestly tell you, I wouldn't be able to do it. But it's like, you got a camera guy, like, in between your legs. Over your like, shoulder, <laughs> more often than not. He's like, it's usually over your over shoulder. Over your shoulder, getting the, the point of view shot. If, she, if you're getting blown. But how do they do the behind the balls shot? They just get behind your balls. <laughs> exactly as you see, That's got to be kind of weird, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, just, I mean, you get used to it. You know, you as, long as, you, as long as your testicles aren't hitting the lens, I think you don't really notice. <laughs> so you, you came straight from the set today, right? Yeah, yeah, I was just on set. I didn't have sex today. I was just in it. Today, I, I'm filming a feature this weekend, and I was, uh, I, I fucked yesterday. I fucked tomorrow. Today, I was just doing dialogue. Oh, so you just came in there. I mean, so what, is there like an actual? I mean, when you say a feature, is it an actual movie? It's a feature film. Yeah, it's a movie. I didn't know they it's still a movie did that. Like, I thought yeah, they like, still do a lot of that. Yeah, I thought it was all like uh, tube sites, like just clips. That we call that Gonzo, where it's if it's like a couch, two people fucking, and when the camera following them around, that's what you call Gonzo porn. There's still a lot of that, but there's also a ton of stuff where it's lots of dialogue, wardrobe, 
like set Are changes. Like sets? Do you, yeah. Is this like themed, like medieval themed or Roman um, themed? This or? is not. This is actually part two of a movie. I did, did the movie back in May or April, I think. Um, and it's kind of like I played like, so in part one. I played this lawyer who was like whose marriage was struggling and like the wife my wife at the time in that movie was like I can fix this we'll, we'll start swinging that's how she <laughs> that always helps that, of, of, yeah. that never went wrong ever <laughs> um, so in that movie like we hire a, a hooker who happened to be Angela White oh wow yeah, Angela biggest, White yeah, 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 yeah. another Australian biggest porn star in the world right now well one of them, at least um, so we had a threesome with her and then like um we go to like a swingers party and she gets like uh, spit roasted by these two dudes <laughs> and then she gets jealous at me for like talking to another girl at this party or something it's pretty weird a, a woman wrote the script so you, oh, you okay, okay, I'm like yeah. I'm like I'm like why are you angry why are you angry you just got two dicks in you at the same time what's, what's there to be angry about but then this is what we're filming this week in this part two where like my character is like having like a midlife crisis and I've gone from being this lawyer who wears suits and ties and I go on like an ayahuasca trip in Peru and I come back and I'm like dressed like a uh, like hipster. the big Lebowski, I'm dressed like, like a hipster. Like the, oh, okay, I'm, I'm like, a, like a hipster. hipster. Yeah, and I end up like hooking up with a couple of people. And my wife divorces me. Oh wow, yeah, this is like a serious movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, whatever it's, happened to like the funny, you know, uh, like those, the funny, we shoot those kitschy well. '80s porn stuff. This is for a website. Uh, this is for Erica Lust, who's like a. A uh, very female-friendly, uh, like kind of feminist porn, oh, porn producer. Feminist, no, yeah, I wouldn't even like, call it a feminist porn producer, but it's like it's very female-orientated. So there's like there's less shots of like when they're filming the sex. There's less shots of like dick and vagina, and more shots of like the two of us close together in embracing like in passion. Intimacy. Yes. So no like behind the ball shots. None of much. that. <laughs> no one's getting behind my balls on that set. <laughs> um, how many scenes do you typically do in a day? Oh, I only shoot once one sex scene a day. So just one yeah, sex I, scene. I only pop once a day. Yeah. And how long does it take to do the scene? Um, average day. I'm like an average shoot. I'm there from like 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. Oh, so it's like a, it's a full day. Yeah. Some don't get me wrong. Some shoots I'm in and out in like two three hours. But I mean, really how ones. how long are you actually having sex? Like, does oh, it stop and start, stop and start? Yeah. Well, it- so what happens is you do like typically you do the sex stills first, so the photos. So whenever you go, you browse to a porn site and you you see like the photographs that sort of try to sell the scene for you. Okay, that's done you. separately to the filming part. It's not take. You don't, they're, not, they're not shooting photos while you're fucking on camera. They oh, you, just- you fuck and you do it like standing still so they can take the photos. And you gotta sit there with like hard on and just, just like and well, pose. You, you, get a, you get a couple of pumps in and then and the cameraman's like all right and you like hold it snap and then snap you hold snap it and they take and then you oh, pump okay. again. You get a couple of pumps in and then like all right next position. Hold wow. it, boom. <laughs> so you go through that. Um, and you, that's how you kind of like plan out what you're going to do in the scene. Oh, so wait, there isn't like a, you don't have like a, a script where it says uh, you got to do, uh, you know, doggy style and then switch. Not really. Like there's a, a couple of, sometimes you'll get scripts which sort of like will say, we want to see this one particular position because it's thematic with like whatever the porn is about. Mm-hmm. Right. But 99% of the time you have free reign as the performer yourself so, and but the, I mean do you work it out with your with the yeah, actors you work it out with your co-star and with co-star. like the director and with what furniture you have that's primarily that's, oh yeah that's the logistically, primary logistically yeah. that's what you've got to deal with so like on Thursday I had to fuck on like a hospital bed <laughs> I was a doctor and I had to like you know like figure out all were that were you a gynecologist? Uh, no I was the the father of this girl's friend Oh, so it's, so that was my like daughter's a, friend. 
Oh, okay, so I was fucking right, right. Got, like leaning into like the whole family. Almost thing, like the family, but not quite. That's such a big genre of it porn is now. Weird. How, Why? I, I I don't know. For <laughs> once, I would like to go to set and have sex with someone my own age. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I have sex always... with someone I'm not related to. Yeah. That, that, why do you think the incest porn thing is I such a big deal? I, I have not a goddamn clue. And it's only been the past what three years? Four, Maybe. probably eight. Oh, past eight years, it's probably become the a last thing. Eight years with the trend is like up. I mean, if you turn the volume pitch. down, you wouldn't even you wouldn't know. know. Yeah, You've got no idea. Just, but it's just like the 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 premise. I mean, how in comparison to the the, the porn scenes you typically do, how many do you think are incest related? Or oh, stepmom, stepdaughter. I probably do at least at least sixty percent, seventy percent of the stuff I shoot is like Jesus, I, is like I'm a stepdad. <laughs> the stepdad that comes in yeah. and it's just like and then you're being seduced by the stepdaughter maybe, maybe you probably yeah well it's at least half I'd say at least half probably it's probably a bit too much but at least half I'm like the stepdad god it's it's weird yeah. you know what I my theory on it is that uh, Divorce is so commonplace now. That so this scenario is a real life scenario. It's actually that's common. It's yeah. actually common. More the common now than it would have been like in the nineties or something. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a fair, reasonable assessment. I think. I think so. Um, yeah. um, so tell me, you so you're Australian. Is there an Aussie porn scene? There like, is. Oh, really? There's there like is. where do they shoot um, it? Like in, in Melbourne. In Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing is, it's porn's in this weird legal gray area in Australia. Where it's kind of not legal to film it, but like you can't. I think I can you buy it. You like can buy a... it. You can buy. Um, yeah, you can buy like X-rated stuff. But to film it, like I might be completely bastardizing this as well. So please, no one like you know, <laughs> use this as a defense to the court yeah, of law. Or right. But I think uh, I, the last time I got told like the actual legal situation, it was like you can only film in like Canberra, like the capital, the ACT, right? And you have to pay like a five thousand dollar filming license to film so everyone's basically going well fuck that and they just shoot out of airbnbs in melbourne oh see they don't actually have studios or anything like that No, they just rent an airbnb get a fucking camera and film it so there's only like a cup but the thing is there's only a couple of quote-unquote companies in australia that actually shoot boy girl porn so like when I, i actually got my first break in melbourne shot my first few scenes i probably shot in six months living in melbourne i probably only shot like 10 12 scenes Hmm. I'll so. do like 15, 16 in a month here now. Well, Los you know, Angeles. It's Los Angeles. Yeah. It's the mecca. And I'm, and I'm new here too. Porn, and I'm, yeah. I'm new here and I'm shooting 15, 16. Wow. So people here. that have been in it are just shooting like what, 20, 30? Um, like if you're a y- like young guys who can do it, um, who are really popular, will shoot 20 to 30 scenes a month. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, the, the big guy, the big names are shooting 20 scenes a month. Um, and the really, the really good big names who are probably a bit younger are shooting twenty five. I don't even have any. I can even when I was like twenty, I didn't even have that kind of sex drive. Yeah. I don't want to shoot any. Like where I'm shooting right now is perfectly fine. I don't want to go. I don't want to be fucking professionally more than like. So what is the month. deal? Is it just in Australia? It's just more difficult to shoot. I don't know. It's like it, the weird thing is prostitution's legal in Australia. The, the whole country. It's like decriminalized. You know what I mean? So like every state has different laws and regulations around it. But like it's totally fine. You can advertise it. You can. Well, you're from Western Australia. You're from Perth, I'm from Western right? Australia. Yeah, and, Western it's, Australia. and it's totally fine there. Wow. They have legal brothels and everything. I, I, so but like porn Sydney is like porn. you can't film porn. We're in here and here in America. It's, it's, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. It's like well, you can't fuck in the privacy of your own home. But if there's a camera there, go right ahead. Yeah, but you know, well, I grew up in South Africa. In South Africa, they called it blue movies, and yeah. blue movies were illegal. Yeah. So you couldn't buy porn there either. Yeah. So I didn't even weird. really see porn until I moved back to this country. 
yeah you pull soul i know i didn't get to grow up uh, with well i'm sure well i'm sure now though with the internet it's like how do you avoid it yeah well I, yeah. The, my first experience of porn was on my uh, my brother's computer and it wasn't regular porn either it was uh hentai oh it was hentai porn jesus yeah, like fucked yeah up, that's like fucked some- up japanese comic but yeah, that's like, like and that's very shit. Oddly enough, that's actually very heavily stepmother, stepsister, stepdaughter. Uh, that's all incest porn too. That's a, there's a lot of incest porn stuff, and, it, and that's, this is back in like the nineties. Wow. Yeah, I guess hentai. Like, hentai was like way ahead of the curve. <laughs> doing all the <laughs> they predicted stuff. this trend, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you get into the industry? Like, when did you? Because you 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 went to like uni and you were yeah, like yeah, you had a career I, in science, right? I have a chemistry. Double, I have a double degree in chemistry. In chemistry, yeah. Like, yeah. so what happened? You one day like, fuck <laughs> this shit. I'm gonna I want to go get paid to have I'm, sex I'm on film. I'm not getting laid enough. Yeah. <laughs> or in a lab coat. <laughs> have you ever done any scenes wearing a lab coat? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So wait, so how did it happen? <laughs> well, so I, well, I, I graduated uni. I worked as like a, a, a industrial chemist for a while. And then I actually got sick of that. And I ended up doing a couple of different startups. Uh, one that didn't do too well. And then one that did kind of decent. And I sold that. And that, then I, I sold that and then got into porn. Um, but but I, made, I, what made you get into porn though? I, like, I, well, I, the, the true story is I actually, I had a family member who was dying of cancer and I, uh, for like a month straight, it was like, you know, like when someone's dying and when, when, it, when someone dies suddenly, it's like, oh, it's a shock. Right? But yeah, when someone's yeah. dying of cancer, it's like, it's this inevitable thing. Yeah. yeah. You, you think about death a lot. So like I kind of spent an entire month just every morning I, I woke up and asked myself the same question. If I died tomorrow, what's the one thing I would regret having never done in my life? And every Anyways. day for a month, porn was the answer that came into my head. Wow, it was just like... Weirdly a, enough. That, I, that I, is that's, odd. that's as far as I can explain it. Because like ever since I was a kid, it's kind of been my motive. Like The reason I wanted to start a business was because like in the back of my head, if I actually thought about it deeply enough, the back of my head was like, oh, I want to start a business. Why? So I can make lots of money. Okay, well, why? Well, so I can travel around the world banging hot chicks. What kind of hot chicks? Porn stars. <laughs> like That was literally what the thought <laughs> so process was. So that was the driving force. Yeah, like for years of my to life. To bang hot porn stars. Was to bang hot porn stars my oh, whole right, life. And I'm right, like, well, why the fuck don't I just cut the middle man out? <laughs> so then uh, you just showed up at like uh, an Australian porn company? No, or? I actually, so I, I knew a girl in Perth who had shot for a company in Melbourne, right? And I knew her through the swinging scene. Oh, So okay. I was a swinger okay. originally. And that's kind of how I made that first connection. And, uh, and kind of also how I knew I would be comfortable fucking around other people. That was like a big litmus well, test. That is, for me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it is very different, but it's still a good litmus test for any any dudes who are like, I think I can do porn. Go to a swingers party first and see if you can f- be the center of attention for the whole party. Yeah, if you have performance anxiety at a swingers party, you're probably not going to be able to do it you won't in be front of like uh, you cameras. Will, you'll never be able to do porn if you, yeah. if you can't. Um, yeah, so she got me, she gave me like the email address for a director in Melbourne. And here's what I did this is like the nerdiest fucking thing anyone's ever done in porn. <laughs> So I got a, uh, a couple of friends who I knew from the swinger scene. And I said, hey, do you mind if uh, I film us fucking? And I'll, the only person I'm going to show it to is a director. And they're like, fine. So I, I had no idea what I was doing. I rented like a camera gear and some lights and shit. Rented a hotel room. Got these friends to come over. One of them fucking filmed. Filmed the an amateur porn. And we filmed an amateur porn. Yeah. I, was, I was just banging this dude's wife. Um... And I cut it up. I filmed the whole thing, got the footage, cut it up into little clips. Like, here's, fire, here's like blowjob, here's cowgirl, here's doggy style. Like, showing them all the different positions. Wow, yeah. <laughs> showing them that I could, I could like... It's open. like a demo tape. Basically, I made a demo yeah. tape for porn. 
Um, and I, I sent it in to this director and he replied back a couple of days later. I was like, this is the most professional application <laughs> we have ever received. We're giving you a shot. Yeah, it typically doesn't work that way. It, it does it, not work that is way. It, what I've read, or at least uh, porn stars we've had on the show, said like their girl is important and she wanted to work with him. That's, and that's how, how most male porn stars get in. Is that is your, how most of them get in. Your girlfriend or yeah. wife or whatever works Or you have a really massive dick. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't have a ma- I don't have an enormous penis. I have a, in my opinion, I have a very regular sized penis, although it's kind of thick, right? It's not very long; it's just kind of thick. What is like the average penis size of a male porn star? Like, what, do they have a desired size? Like, it, it's it's a lot easier if your dick is like eight inches long or longer. Okay, so it's easier eight inches. Because it's easier to, for you to like open up for the camera and they can see all the penetration, right? I, my dick's only like seven inches long, right? And there's some dudes who only have like who have six inch long dicks in this industry, but and they can be in porn with yeah, six yeah, inches because they're really fucking good at what they do, right? Well, what they, do you mean? They're just good at fucking, or they're good, good at, at fucking like they're for agile? A, they're good at like, fucking for a camera. Oh, so they can okay, open right, what's right. called opening the girl up. So basically, when, if I say the word, if I say opening up, it means like fucking in a way such that you can the camera guy who's on you know over here can actually see your balls, the dick going in and out you know yeah <laughs> so, it, so you're saying like you can angle yourself yeah so you can see as much of the women exactly as possible yeah, oh, that yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. Um, yeah yeah so i think like i think most dudes in the industry are like somewhere between seven and eight inches long oh, okay so what, what the, like the guys who, like the guys who are like 10 12 inches long there's actually not that many of them like ron jeremy how long is that guy he's like 12 He's like a twelve. He's a twelve inch. Because like there's like John Holmes. Yeah, he, he was, was massive. Yeah, he was yeah. massive. All the guys who who you know her, well, probably all the guys who you can remember, who can you could think about, who are really famous. Those are the guys with the really really long ones. But there's actually a ton of dudes who do like the grunt work, <laughs> if you will. Like who do a lot of the bulk of the scenes, who aren't like that fucking enormous. Well, don't you think that uh, part of the reason that the appeal of porn is you want something sort somewhat realistic? So when you're watching someone, I mean, I guess it depends on the type of porn. Like I don't like to look at uh, girls are really fake, like with massive fake breasts and mm-hmm. just noticeably fake. I like someone who looks a little more realistic, a little more authentic. Well, there's there's this stuff for everyone. But that's that's the thing. I mean, I'm sure some guys are like, I want to see a big massive dick and like yeah. a. And a tiny girl. A tiny girl, Like, yeah. the extremities... That's, I think that's probably another reason why the incest thing is popular is because it's an extremities thing. Like, older that's girl, probably. younger guy, <clears throat> or vice versa, right? So, how much do male porn stars earn on average? Um, you're like looking at, you like... Per you're looking at, like... So, it depends, it depends how experienced you are. So, like, new guy... Like, nowadays... I, I can only speak for, like, you know, like, right now, like, 2019. Um, new guys will, will sometimes get, like, 300, 400 bucks a scene... Then, like, the more experienced you are, you get, like, I'm, like, right now I'm, like, 500, 600 bucks a scene, depending upon the difficulty of the scene. So, like, some stuff is super easy. You walk in, you're you're fucked, you're done. Other stuff is, like, lots of dialogue, lots of, like, setup, and you get paid a bit more. You get paid more for, like, the weird, because you do kink.com, You get paid more for kink.com as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because that is is a longer day. There's a lot more involved. I have to learn how to, I have to know how to flog properly and how to, you know, choke someone properly and do all this stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you're like trained yeah. to do that. Yeah. yeah. And like the, skill. Yeah, the kink directors are the ones who've trained me up so I can do that. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, you're, you're a skilled performer. Exactly. It's not just like you're, um, but like, then you've got guys who've been, in, who, who are more in high demand. They'll, they'll be charging like 800 bucks a scene, a thousand bucks a scene. Um, and then sometimes and like the contract performers so there's some guys who are under contract with certain companies but you know there's a few few boys who are contracted to Brazzers for example oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. only work Jeez. for that, those companies or those websites they'll make anywhere from a thousand to one thousand five hundred dollars a scene 
Oh, wow, so that's not, yeah. And, it's, and they're contracted too, so they, they have to do a minimum of 20 scenes a month. Wow, it's some 1500 bucks. So they're making some pretty decent money. They're making good money to, to fuck the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not that bad. I mean, if you could do it. It's, exactly, it's, yeah, you can do it. Not but not bad. everyone gets to that stage. Most people, like, always, the, the what's the mathematical term? The math, like, uh, the mean or the median? Um, I think the, the whatever whatever means like like the most common data point. Yeah, um, I think that's the mean. So the mean uh, time in porn for a, a female performer is six months. Oh, wait, so girls are only in it for about six months? The majority of them. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, like Why they, do they just burn out or they just get they get shot out? So like everyone shot them. They don't have a strong enough personality. Oh, okay. To like, so at that point, it's like everyone seemed, shot them. Oh, yeah. okay. And, yeah, and, yeah. and they don't have so a strong enough personality or like yeah. a big enough fan following for people to keep demanding them. But then there's like the superstars like Riley Reed, Angela White, uh, Joanna Angel. It's a big list of people who've been doing it for like 15, 20 years. How much, do you, how much does like Riley Reed make for a scene? That I couldn't tell you. Like but most, like an, an actress of that caliber. She'd probably be, make, depends on what the scene is, she'd probably be pulling at least two grand, I think. Well, maybe 1,500 1, to, two, to two grand. So, most, so a, a female starting out in porn. She'll probably like make eight hundred bucks for a boy girl scene. So eight hundred bucks. A new huh? girl, yeah. What about so, like a lesbian scene? Uh, probably six hundred. Six hundred. Yeah, so, yeah. But it depends. Like, it's it really depends upon the girl, and it really depends upon, upon the agent. Huh? Um, a lot of that, a lot of this kind of stuff comes out of negotiation, oh, and, yeah, like, and like how well they agent. can sell themselves, and if they've got. So some girls, a good example would be Nicolette Shea. She's a Brazzers contract star right now. Uh, in this day and age, girls can come into porn with a big Instagram following, and they can demand a shitload more money. Oh yeah, but then they now, now they can negotiate so because they have in, a following. Because they're pulling in all these fans who are desperate to see them naked. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, like Nicolette Shea was like, um, I think yeah, she had like quite, a, an quite a massive Instagram following, right? And then she came, either she came to Brazzers or Brazzers came to her and were like, hey let's do this so she's a contract star with them so she only shoots for their website so now she's pulled in these millions of Instagram followers who are like desperate to see her naked and desperate well, to see her yeah, dick yeah. and the only place they can see that is at browsers yeah right? so, I mean, so it makes so, sense so she's probably making what like five a scene I don't know what she probably more. I have no, no yeah. clue what she was making a scene. Ah. but it's sort of like that's, that's kind of the way it works this day and age it's a little bit different like before it was like you do porn you got popular now it's kind of like you're popular and then you can do porn and monetize that yeah like uh it's a jenna jameson and people like that like yeah. back then you did porn you became popular now you're like an a-list porn starlet exactly yeah. but that day and age is kind of gone now right yeah that's the, that's the trend i'm seeing now at least was that because of mostly like because of all the free content like the tube sites i think it's that yeah and and like instagram Oh, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, now, I mean, that makes sense, though. I mean, you, you bring a following that's our... And, and all these guys are following these girls because they want to see them naked. Exactly. So, that makes sense. So, tell me about it. Let's talk about uh, about shooting a scene. So, how do you mentally prepare for it? Like, uh, like what if you're shooting with... Or if you're having sex with someone that you're not even attracted to? Well, that's the key. You, gotta, you find something about the girl. Like, how often does it happen that you're just not attracted to the girl at all? Um, I can always find something. So do you ever have sex with like a 400 pound woman? Yep. Yeah. Oh, not 400 pounds. Uh, 200, uh, the biggest woman I've had sex with was 250 pounds. Wow, 250 pounds. Yeah. What but about, I, I like curvy girls, so I'm fine with that. What about a dwarf? You ever sex with a dwarf? No, I've had, I've had sex with some pretty short women. Oh, okay. But, but not, not, not dwarves. officially a dwarf. What, like Bridget the Midget? Is she still doing porn? I don't think so. No, she's I out. Think so. I think she's out. <laughs> I think she's retired. But so you, you focus on one thing, like she's got yeah. a great rack. Yeah. So like if it's, if it's a bigger girl, 
I'm definitely, I'm 100% focusing on the tits. Okay. Right? Because I, I love tits. So it's like, fucking bam. I'm not looking at like, you know, she might, maybe, maybe like some bigger girls, they have like, um, like, like a belly, like or, belly whatever, or folds or whatever. I'm not looking at that. I'm, I'm not thinking about that. I'm focusing on the thing so I find the most compartmentalize Yeah, you can right on the tits. And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not like a judgmental kind of guy either. So it's sort of like, I'm not sitting there being like, ooh, you've got a belly. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is, this part of you is so fucking gorgeous. I what about like an 80 year old woman? I, the oldest woman I've, I've fucked on camera was 60, I think. Huh, that's I think not too bad, though. But she had a she had a gigantic pair of fake tits, so I focused. Oh, on those. okay. So that yeah. <laughs> so you could focus on that. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. So uh, have you ever? Uh, so when you're going into a scene, you already know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, have you ever like not been able to pop, like not been able to finish? I've, I've that has happened, and I've and I've had times when I haven't been able to get hard. Like it's oh, yeah, it, so, it, it, is, it happens to absolutely every male even performer. seasoned male uh, performers well, like, like, like not now they won't if they're seasoned they won't have the problem now but early on in their career I guarantee you they had a time when they flopped so it's called flopping when you can't get it up yeah so what what, what causes that is it like anxiety stress it's anxiety. and then it doesn't it's, get worse it's anxiety it's like it's, it's like you get stuck in this negative mental loop in your head and it's like the mind and body are, inter are integrally connected you know what I mean so like if your your brain is thinking, oh, I don't want to fuck this up. I don't want to fuck this up. If I fuck this up, my career's over. This is the worst thing that could possibly happen. The last thing, like you're putting your body into like a fight or flight response. The last thing your body wants to do is get an erection. Yeah, yeah. Your so body's just... like, well, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like your heart's <laughs> right. Like that's your evolutionary brain is thinking like we're yeah, it's in a fight or flight yeah, response. We're in danger. Point. Get the fuck out of here. Your heart's racing a mile a minute. It's not thinking time to procreate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then, what? How do you overcome that? meditation you just kind of, do you stop the scene like breathing. I'm going to go sit in yeah, the, like, like in the if other I, room if I have trouble that's, that's what I do I, I stop I, I, for me it helps to be on my own so I'll isolate myself in like a bathroom or something do some breathing exercises do some like meditation get my mind back on track and then once I'm in that state of like calm I know my my uh, heart rate's gone down my breathing's regulated I'm calm then I can go from there to thinking about like some go-to erotic thoughts and things that kind of, like kinks that sort of get me in the right place. And then you're just like, and I'm ready like, to go. And, like, and, then, and then it's like back in the room, hot chick, bang. Oh, okay. So then yeah. it works. I remember Ron Jeremy said he had like a specific grip that he did that worked every time. Right. Some dudes like, cause I'm my, I'm a, uh, I'm circumcised. So I don't have the foreskin, right? So my dick isn't as sensitive as a dude with foreskin. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so a lot of guys, <coughs> Uh, yeah, a lot of guys in this industry have foreskin, so they're like, it's a bit easier for them to sort of get themselves there just physically. Because it's a sensitive. With me, it's a mental game. Yeah, that's so, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But do most guys use like Viagra or Cialis? Oh, yeah. Everybody? Oh, yeah. Like, not everybody. Not everybody. No, really? Not everybody. Huh. But I mean, does it make it easier? Oh, yeah. Like, do you usually use it or do yep, you? Yep, I use it. So you just kind of pop one of those, but those, but what Viagra. It does, what it does, it, it doesn't make, here's the, interest, the thing you got to know about Viagra. It doesn't make you horny. Oh, it doesn't, Viagra so it's not like an instant boner pill. No, Viagra keeps the blood in there. It doesn't make you horny. So there's a different, like, so the thing that will give you an erection is being horny and having and horny, having, having that thoughts. having an arousing erotic thought. That's what will give you an erection. Viagra will keep that fucker there longer than it should be. 
Yeah, it always amazed me that uh, like those guys back in the eighties, there was no Viagra back then. Nope. You know, and these guys well, apparently were apparently they had so fluffers apparently were an actual thing. A fluff there were actual girls but this who is, were just this fluff. is before the age of Viagra. Okay, yeah, because now I mean it, that must have like changed everything. And like, you know, they had to like it was a totally different kettle of fish filming back then. She had to like load like a big roll of fucking film, film into the camera. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd uh, You know, it's a very different if you go back I actually love watching retro porn. That's one of my favorite things. This is I love watching that kind of like with the bushes and like yeah, the yeah, yeah. And, I like seventies bush. Yeah, the, gra- really the grainy film. Well, that's the first stuff. porn I ever jacked off to. Love you know, it. so it's kind of like for me it's nostalgic. Yeah. You know? A nostalgic um, wank. <laughs> nostalgic wank. It's a throwback wank. So um Let's talk about like on set. Have you ever had like an accident on set? Like I love I love porn bloopers when people like fucking like the girl falls off a fucking table or something and it's just like oh shit. Or um, and we were talking about this earlier where the guy like this girl's eating out this guy and he totally just rips one and then look and she flipped out. I, I mean I, it's a famous porn blooper online. But have you ever had an accident? On I set? have. I I, uh, I was filming in England. I was filming on a riverboat, uh, like a boathouse. <laughs> Weird. A, yeah, it was weird. Seems very English. Yeah. Sex on the river boat. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so basically, like, uh, it was kind of a weird set, too. Like, it was... The director was the first time her, she'd ever, she had ever shot porn. And everyone... All the other people on set was their first time shooting porn. Like, the, the, the camera guy, the audio guy, the lighting guy, the makeup person. No one else had shot porn except for me and the, other, and the actress. So were you, like, telling people what to do? Basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're like, here's how this is going to work. Like, the funny thing was we got, we got set that day, and the audio guy, I, like, I, I, I just pulled him, I just had a conversation with him, with him on the side. And he's like, man, have you read the script? It seems almost like a porno. He didn't even realize. <laughs> he didn't even know you were shooting no, a porn. No, he had no idea until someone had to come. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I had to go to the director. I'm like, he doesn't have a clue we're shooting porn. And she's like, oh, shit. And she, and she got her assistant to go tell him that we're shooting a porn. <laughs> but anyway, that same set. So there's this, this riverboat and it's England. So it's raining or it's drizzling. Yeah. yeah. For like every day. Like every day. So the boat's kind of wet or whatever. And one of these scenes is like, I go down to this this chick I'm banging is trying to sell me this riverboat. And so I'm supposed to go down these steps, like from like the deck into the cabin bit of the boat. And the fucking ladder that I'm walking down is just this wooden ladder that's just sitting there on the ground. Like there's nothing holding it in place. It's just like a ladder. It's a ladder that's just up against up against like a wall. And it's been wet. So, like, I take, we're rolling film, and I take one step, like, first step on the top of the ladder, and the fucking thing slides out from underneath my feet, and I uppercut myself with the roof of the boat. Oh, shit, dude. Like, that, I yeah, just fall you straight, fuck yourself up with straight that. down in this hole, and bang. Oh. And I flop back onto the deck. Would you split your uh, mouth up? Nothing. What? <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Wow. Like, like we're talking, like, what is it in pounds? Like, I'm, like, 190 pounds. 100, 190 pounds times gravity straight onto my jaw and nothing. <laughs> didn't even get knocked out Didn't or get knocked out. Didn't get a cut. Wow. It just hurt. Yeah, Like yeah. hell. Like the next day I couldn't like eat Lucky properly. Lucky didn't bite your tongue off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Super lucky. But then like the assistant director was like, all right, he's dead. Like he just, he was like, a sh- he was, in his thought, in his mind, he was just like, oh God, here go. Like what, what kind of insurance claims am I going to fill out? He was convinced I died. Yeah, I, yeah. I sat, because I laid back for a couple of seconds. I was like, like kind of dazed. And I just hopped up again and was like, ow. All right. Sorry. Next take. Like, <laughs> like cut. Let's go again. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
take five minutes. You wow. possibly have concussion. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you probably were concussed. <laughs> so, I mean, if you ever had it, does it happen often that, like, you know, a girl falls off the chair when you're fucking? Or just, yeah. Or is it usually... Uh, not, re- not really. Uh, well, not with me, because I hold, I, hold I hold on to them for dear life so they don't break my dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. I've, I've, had a, I've had a friend who's had his dick broken. Yeah, we've had a guy on the show that has his <sighs> dick broken, but that was, like, a combination it's, of a lot of cocaine and Viagra. It's but, I mean, terrifying. What, what happened? Did the girl it, just, it's like... like it's just when the girl like it tends to happen when the girl is riding you like she's on top she's on top in yeah. like reverse cowgirl is when it tends to happen I think because well, your dick is already your gets, dick's, your dick's yeah. kind of fighting against the, the way her pussy naturally bends and if a girl comes up and down too too fast and just and like slams her pelvis yeah just her whole pelvis it. slams into your dick and cracks it in half Jesus Christ so what happened did the guy have to like go have surgery yeah yeah he, he, he put photos of it on fucking Twitter ah. it's like bright bright purple like a like a sweet potato. God, like that, must all, have, that must have hurt. And he had like a fucking catheter shoved down it and shit. And now, funny thing, now he's he's working again, but it bends a different way. Oh, so it's like it's permanently it's like, got this kink in it because he broke it. Well, I mean, you know, think of John Wayne Bobbitt. Did you ever see his John Wayne Bobbitt uncut? No. You know, Bobbitt got his the dick guy cut got off. Dick cut he off, he yeah. like did a porn in the '90s called Bobbitt Uncut, and he's back. You know, fucking again. Really? Yeah, the dicks are good, remarkably Brazilian good organs. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> so what about, uh, what's like one of the grossest things that ever happened? Like, have you ever done an anal scene and just like the girl ate a bunch of Taco Bell a couple hours early? <laughs> my, my dick has been shed yeah. on more times than I can count. <laughs> are you so desensitized now it doesn't yeah. even phase you? That is nothing to me at all. Like, the girl is more freaked out about it than I am. I'm just like, I'm like, cut. We got, we got a mess. Like, and that's it. Wipe. Baby wipe, uh, like you know, like a, a Kleenex, whatever. Wipe the, my dick off and go go again. Are you supposed to prepare? Like they uh, do, like, like but sometimes like some shit shit happens. As shit. They say, right. <laughs> so um, what happens? You're like sitting there fucking seeing, and all of a sudden it just shoots out. No, it's not like a projectile <laughs> poo, <laughs> and it's not like a log. You know, it's it's uh, it's more liquidy. Oh, okay. It's like so a brown it's liquid have... will come out. <laughs> um, because she will have prepared. She'll have uh, uh, she'll, the way way girls prepare for an anal scene. Typically, they don't like eat for twelve hours before the scene. So, like the night before, they won't have a meal, and then they'll like douche their asshole out. Like, okay. Get the, get the then... butthole and enema until the water runs clear. Uh, and then they're ready and then to they're go. like, okay, now I'm good to go. But sometimes there's a little shit. Sometimes, in there. like, well, what happens? Sometimes you poke the bear, right? If you you're poke fucking the bear, if you're you fucking them a bit too deep. You might get to a point where they hadn't quite douched, or like the poops made its way down. Oh, okay. And so and you're, you're like, pulling it out. So, you pull it out because you're lo- yeah, you're stretching out the hole, so it's like yeah, you kind of loosened it up. <laughs> and it comes so, but out. I mean, if it's a Shiza film, then it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah, uh, but most of the time, it's, they've cut every time I've done it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the grossest thing. It's oh, okay. That's wow. The grossest. All right, what's the, the grossest. grossest, the grossest um, well, at least for me, that was it was something about it was really fucking gross. We had this blow bang. So a blow bang is like a gang bang, but just blowjobs. A blow bang is that like a bukkake scene? Kind of. Yeah. Sure, sure. Oh, bukkakes! Everybody's like in their jacket. Yeah, off so it was like a, a group. Of, it was like thirteen dudes and three girls. Oh, okay. And they all they're not we're not fucking them. They're just sucking our dicks. Right, you're just all standing around, and the girls are just kind of oh okay. They're going but, one guy to the next guy. Yeah, yeah. Blow bank. But the uh, the premise of this particular shoot was that we had to face fuck bananas, strawberries, and whipped cream into their mouths. Who would be into that? I don't even Some, understand. Well, that. Uh, this was for, this was a custom film, so there was like oh, someone to order. Somebody this. custom ordered this. That's some weird shit. So there's at least one motherfucker. <laughs> so we're all like 
yeah, like a group, like, it was just like, it got messy and like, all the whipped cream and stuff started getting in their eyes. And so these girls had like bright red eyes because they were like stinging like motherfucker because you got cream yeah, in your eyes. whipped cream and... And then there's just banana, like squished banana and squished <laughs> strawberry like everywhere. And we're, we're, fu- we're fucking on top of a tarp because we don't want to ruin this fucking house we're in. And then everyone, and then it's like, this is the unflattering thing about uh, blow bangs in porn is like, you basically then form a conga line of dick yeah, yeah. To, do the, to, just, to, to come on the girls, so like three girls are there. It's like, all right, line up, and it's like one dude ejaculate. Next, next, next then, ejaculate. <laughs> next. See, it's I can't. It's I not can't You could do that on command. It's I not just, glamorous. Yeah. Um, but the funny, the fucking best part of that about that day, at the very, very end, the last dude whose job it was to pop. Like twelve other dudes have come on these girls' faces, and there's a covered in whipped cream, cum, bananas, covered in everything. This dude is having trouble coming. Yeah, I would be at that he's point. Sitting there, he's sitting there, he's like, ah, <laughs> trying to get it off. And then he fucking, no shit, he slips on a banana. <laughs> and just eats shit. <laughs> and you can see, and I happen to be standing behind, like, the monitor, the director, so I could see the, the camera saw. And so all the, cam- the camera, the shot the camera gets is these three girls, like, oh, yeah. And then, like, you know, his, his, him, the hand on the penis stroking. And then all of a sudden... Whoop, the dick drops out of shot and the girl, expression on the girl's faces goes from like oh yeah to like holy shit <laughs> and then he just bites it in a bunch of bananas yeah. and shit on the floor how do you recover from that or do you just cut that guy out of the scene no they, 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 they gave him like five minutes and he got back up and finished wow yeah <laughs> gotta hand it to you so well what have you ever done DVDA no is that um, a real thing yes do, it, how, it has how been done it has does been that shot. work it has been shot um, I mean, I I've, done, I've done double anal and double badge. So, so you've like, done double anal. So I mean, so two two dicks, my dick and someone else's dick are in a girl's asshole at the same time, same time, and my dick and another dude's dick are in her pussy at the same time. I've so that's like ones. one guy's sitting down, she's on top, and yeah. then one guy's behind yeah, doing yeah. that. But how would you do it with another like two double badge, double? Two more. Yeah, you need four dicks. <laughs> yeah, it'd be four dicks. You, you need, need two du- in the ass, two <laughs> in the. <laughs> well, there's a comp- there's a company in Europe called Legal Porno who do. As far as I'm aware, they're the only company in the world that does it. Does it? They do triple anal. How is that even possible? Well, it's really hard to ex- explain <laughs> using just the medium of voice. I'd have to draw you a diagram. Yeah, I'd have to draw a diagram. <laughs> but it's, it's, kind of, yeah, it's like one... Uh, how was the best way to describe it? Like, yeah, one dude's un- un- on the bottom. One dude's like, literally like, um, on her back. Okay, so one... And his dick is like... Where is she on her stomach? She's... Yeah, so she, she, imagine that she's like... In, imagine she's riding the guy on the bottom. Okay, all right. Right, but she's laying flat on laying his flat she's on flat on his stomach, right? And then she's so that on the, the dude on the bottom's in her ass. Then you got another dude on top of her back, basically, with his dick in her ass, right? And then you get a dude with a really long dick, and he goes in between the two. Wow! And you God. get you're able to get three dicks in there at the same time. Um, <laughs> apparently, the way that they can do uh, DVDA, I think they hold the girl up. Or like have her on her side, and you got like two, one dude like here, one dude on top, and then same one on their front. It's they've all got to have really long dicks. Yeah, this, this shit then, is a logistical impossibility if you have like a, a six inch dick. It's just not possible. Yeah, I mean you'd have to in order to come in from. And that, even if you get side. in there, when the other dude's dick gets in it, you're popping out. There's not <laughs> enough space. That is that, that it, that's got to be awkward. Yeah. You yeah, just, I mean, you get used to it. Like, <laughs> just, well, I mean, yeah, it's just I like imagine, the conga line of dick. You get yeah, used to you just kind of get used to it, so you don't even think about it. But I, I imagine the first time you're like, "Oh, this is just kind of weird." 
Like yes. just yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's another thing too. Like I mean, obviously, someone's into that kind of thing. Yeah. There's some some it, you know whatever floats your boat. Like you know when I'm mean? when I'm doing like the double anal or double badge on a chick, like. I'm not focusing on the fact that my dick is right next to another dude's dick. <laughs> I'm focusing on like how much it's getting her off. I mean, does it? Is it oh, even yeah, more like, arousing because it's like fucking nuts? Wow. Yeah. Some people nuts over it. Don't these girls? I've read some article where like you know they they lose like the elasticity of their ring piece, so it's like eventually. Oh, I've heard. Is like, that true though? I mean, if you I, keep I've doing heard, that, I've heard that story, but I've ho- I've also heard from like seasoned anal veterans who don't have that problem whatsoever and they've been doing it for years yeah they stick fists up their butt (laughs) (laughs) season anal veterans um so uh we gotta move on but uh so what's more difficult maintaining an erection or not be or delaying an orgasm maintaining the erection it is more difficult yeah 100 percent. that's the like that's the thing that's going to determine whether or not you get into porn as if you can keep hard yeah because you can you can like if you come a little bit early, okay, the scene's a few minutes short, but at least you've got a scene. Yeah, if you yeah, can't get a hard yeah, on, you've finished. got nothing. But I mean, do, do uh, are there a lot of guys that just like prematurely ejaculate? Just not. Just I've, like never, that? I've never seen it. I mean, what do you? What and I've never, what, I've never even heard of somebody. What tips do you have for delaying orgasm? Like, do you think? Because I used to think of uh, Seinfeld, the cast of Seinfeld, but <laughs> just, not focusing on Elaine. I would just, just you know, think of like I, I would just go through like you know Newman, Kramer. It's like I'm not going to come thinking of Newman, you know. But then uh, now it's been <laughs> Kellyanne Conway. I will not come thinking of Kellyanne Conway. You um, know, some guys count things in the room. Are you count? Like count tiles, count like, you know, like the blinds on the windowsill, like count stuff. Um, anything that's going to take you away from what's happening in front of you mentally. I breathe differently. Oh, it's breathing. I've heard Sting says that from the police. Right. So like, yeah. I know, like if I'm going to come, I breathe a certain way. Like it's, I can't, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you if it's like, I just know the way I'm breathing in the moment. Right. So if I'm uh, trying to not come, I'll like slow down my breathing and breathe much deeper and focus on the breathing too which also is taking my mind off the fact that this is gorgeous so you just on focus dick. on your breathing and that will just like take yeah. the- it takes the sensation away from the dick when I do that another, another way of doing it is if you get to the point where you think you're about to come uh, Kegel doing a Kegel or two Kegel like squeezing your taint yeah squeezing your PC muscle the taint the, the muscle you use to, when you're pissing the same thing you do when you stop yourself pissing midstream that muscle you squeeze that. I thought that makes you like come even harder. Uh, if you like, if you're squeezing it and holding it, you can stop yourself. Like, if you do it, if you you have to have like exercise that muscle, as in you do Kegels pretty regularly, which is one thing that most porn stars do. Most porn stars do Kegels because right? it makes your one, it makes your boner stronger, and two, it makes your ejaculation bigger. Wow, I didn't even know yeah. that. Kegels yeah. are like a, sec- a, a sex fucking secret. Huh. Superpower or whatever. So like, wow. just do Kegels like, every day. All right, I guess I learned um, something today. Uh, but you can also, if you're about to ejaculate and you kind of, you can even, like if you're really strong, if you have a really strong PC muscle, Kegel muscle, you can actually stop the flow of ejaculate coming out of your dick. Um, but it also works to sort of stop the sensation. So, but just I mean, do you just, it. do you clench it and you're, hold it? You're or clenching, you just clench it, it, you're it, really? clenching it and holding it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's I like guess a, I, it's like, and that can just stop you from uh, yeah. from coming. But will it kill your boner though? Um, it it might make it go a little bit softer. But you're trying to not come. 
So yeah, like, well, that's you're not going to have a problem getting a boner again. Yeah, you're kind of on I guess if, if you're, uh, mm-hmm. wow, Kegel muscles. Yeah, if you think too much about Kellyanne Conway, you'll kill the boner. So you got to yeah. like just kind of picture yeah. her and I, then... I'd recommend counting yeah. the tiles. And, uh, counting tiles might work better. <laughs> so with cum shots, <laughs> we get, get back real, real quick. With cum shots, I, we had a guy on that was saying that oftentimes they use C to fill. Yes. To show, is that true? Uh, that's for the photos. I'm going to. Yeah, I am ruining for the this photos. Yeah. For everyone who's ever watched or ever looked at porn. Yeah, so whenever you, see like a, whenever you see a still that. photograph of porn, of, an, of the cum shot, that is uh, Cetaphil. Oh, it is Cetaphil. It's Cetaphil. So that's a. Yeah. But I mean, do guys typically have that much cum come out? I do. Yeah, it's like you yeah. can have, but I mean, yeah. what do you do to like get that much cum? Do you have to like fucking um, eat a certain amount of like pineapple or something? Zinc. Zinc? Da- daily zinc supplements helps increase your uh, testosterone production. It's about testosterone production and like semen production. Oh, uh, that's that's what it does. So that. zinc helps drinking plenty of water. Helps. Oh, okay. Uh, being um, hydrated. Yep. Um, it depends upon what nutrients you might be deficient in, but like having mixed nuts tends to help. Because nuts, nuts. nuts nuts tends to be like full of nuts. lots of different vitamins and minerals. So like it's kind of a good way of getting huh. a, health, a good healthy way of getting like natural oils and and uh, minerals and vitamins in you. So I like to eat like. You know, cashews, Brazil nuts, almonds, pe- like uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, huh. Yeah, and kegling. And kegling. <laughs> kegling. Yeah, it all comes down to the kegels. Makes it explode. It yeah. all comes down to the yeah. kegels. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, we got to get out of here. Thanks for being on the show. This has been vast- fascinating. Uh, you had mentioned that uh, you're working on a device that lengthens the penis. I'm working on a book. A book about it. A book on... Uh, not well, not just lengthening the penis, but it's like, so I'm basically like writing a manual on like how to be a male porn star. Okay, like a guidebook. Yeah, basically, sure, a guidebook. Know, our audience would love that because like what the, the the most common message that me and other male porn stars get on our Instagram DMs and our Twitter DMs is how do I get into porn? Yeah, and yeah how do I be? How do I fuck like you? Right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's this, common. So this, it's funny that someone would even be writing you. That. I mean, it's like, uh, you know. <laughs> why not? And, and female porn stars get that too. They get oh, like, yeah, how yeah. do I get into porn? Blah, blah, blah. Well, so like this book is literally going to break down, not just like it's going to break down how to get into porn. So like talking about stories about like my story, how I pitched people, how I pitched directors, how other people got into industry, like the different ways people get in. Then like how to f- fuck like a porn star. So how to make sure you have good blood flow, strong erection. Kegels. Kegels, this sort of stuff. <laughs> um, how to make your ejaculate, your cum shot bigger, that kind of stuff. Um, like how to actually fuck for the camera. Oh, wow, and like then, positioning. Yeah, positioning. Okay. And then he's going to talk about... Uh, How to do a DVDA scene. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll see. <laughs> but the big, the big part of it is going to talk about uh, how to lengthen your dick. And how to length... Like, two things. One, how to... Actually, how to lengthen the dick. How to uh, increase its girth as well. And how to uh, get your foreskin back if you have if you happen to be circumcised like me. So, so wait, restore, we had a guy who uh, came on the show and he had like a device he made. I forget what the name of it, but it was like yeah, it was, he was a he was an intactivist, and he was like you restore think, your foreskin. I think that's the device I have bought. Oh, I wonder if it's the I, same it, kind it of deal. It sounds like the guy the guy I bought it off is pretty it's pretty he's pretty evangelical about it. And I'm yeah, pretty, I'm on board with it now too. Like I like this soup is hardcore. I don't think anyone should be cutting off. Uh, foreskin. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, I know you're, you're Jewish, you're Jewish yeah. Right? But yeah. you know, it's funny that that show that we did, we had that guy on. So with a point counterpoint, that guy, and then we had my father on, who was a rabbi, right? And my, my my father was just like, it's a covenant with God. Yeah, well, that's it's like, like you, can't really, you can't really you can't really <laughs> argue with that because it's like a it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna make a logical argument against a religious belief like that. But for anyone else who might be able possibly be able to be persuaded 
there's a strong argument for leaving a dude's dick intact. Well, yeah, and you know, also it's like, is there a reason really to like mutilate your kid? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I understand like uh, you know you don't have to deal with smegma, which is kind of nice. Just learn to wash whatever. your dick. Learn to wash, wash your dick. Just peel it back and wash it. Yeah, like learn it takes to two wash seconds. Your dick. And your dick is a lot more sensitive. <laughs> yeah, um, that's see, that's 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 true. It's a good thing. You get the, yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So there's actually like, and this is a thing that people don't like. It's I don't know how it's not mainstream knowledge that you can actually let, like I've I blinked in my dick by it at How, least wait, an inch you, you grew so I was, by stretching it out yeah so I was before I got into porn I was under six inches long and now I'm seven inches long so you stretch it out a, it's a weight so hard that or just like flaccid that's the flaccid that's the, that's the erect length so you you actually increase your erect it, length you, I stretch it when it's flaccid I do the exercises and things when it's flaccid and that translates into erect length increase yeah, God, that's crazy. I didn't even know that was physically possible. Yeah, it's totally. It's it's just it's like a it's like what is that? What is the, it's, um, it's almost like body alteration, like stretching your gauging exactly, your ears. That's or exactly something. what I was going to say. It's like and and you know there's uh, there's an African tribe where they where yeah with, the, with your necks. Yeah, stretch, it's like right? body. Mods. It's very similar to that because it's like it's t it takes a long time. It took like that one inch took like twelve months. So for every in every day you were doing the exercises. Every every, every other day, like once every three days, like. You're not, I'm not going to be 100% consistent every day. So some days I might do a bit more exercises than the next day. But it's like, it's a, it, as long as you're doing it consistently, you'll see the results. See and, and the weird thing is, this stuff's actually been published in PubMed. Like they've actually done medical studies. Using, I'm stretching your Using different devices. stretching. And shown, pardon me, and shown that it, in like six months, they, get the, they average this much length increase, et cetera, so et cetera. is your book going to come with the device? Yeah, my book will it'll, it'll have like the different devices that I use as well. And yeah. and so uh, so you get the book, get the but when, when's this? So you're working on it right now. Yeah, yeah. So when this comes out, you definitely have to come on the show. I would love to. Yeah, I, I we're, can we're give we're you a live demo this. if you want. <laughs> I think I'll pass on that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do think uh, our audience would be into that. Well, good. Like, there's good. Definitely some people like, wanting it's, to it's figure sort of out. Weird. Like it's like chicks can get a tit implant, but there's yeah, nothing for dudes. Yeah, I don't you think can't there get, is anything because to because the you, you've heard of you've probably heard of penis enlargement surgery. The problem with that is it actually doesn't increase your erect length. What they do is they take a little they take a scalpel when they cut it's extra skin, right? No, they, they cut the uh, the ligaments. That, so there's lig there's two ligaments that attach your dick to your pubic bone. What they do is they just cut those, and so it fl flops out. But it doesn't actually change the length of the member. See, it just hangs lower, so it, like you look longer, flaccid. But it doesn't change the erect length. So there's no actual. Yeah, like, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. It's just it's for being in like the shower room and and like making it look like you got a bigger dick. So if yeah, you're at the gym or something. Exactly right. You're nervous about but, that. Um, yeah, but chicks can go out and get yeah, a yeah, boob yeah, job yeah. and no, you know get a new. I mean, get nose jobs too, whatever, and Botox stuff. But like, God, I'm surprised. It's nice. I want more men to know that hey, if you if you're if you're not actually happy with the size of your dick, you can actually do something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do it. That, that's, that's fascinating. A lot, a lot of people wouldn't know that. There you go. Anyway, Sterling, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so it's much. It's a lot of fun chatting with you. And uh, now uh, I got a new concept when I when I see a blow bang. Now I know the pain that goes into that scene. <laughs> I'm sorry to have ruined it for you. <laughs> Follow Sterling on Twitter at, at SterlingCooperX. That's S-T-I-R-L-I-N-G. Cooper X. Also, you can follow him on Instagram at, at Cooper Sterling. Uh, people, this is episode 700 here at Sick and Wrong. We have news stories coming up next, and we actually have special guest host Danny, who's been on the show before, and uh, Lee from the uh, Gadsby's England uh, football podcast. Uh, they're going to be helping out doing stories with me, and then we have some phone calls after that. Uh, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. 
Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. The first story we have here came in from Heather. She writes, I can't stop screaming on the inside at the thought of a prolapsed uterus just boiling until it's like cooked chicken. Love you two. Keep up the awesome work. Heather, a woman's vaginal steaming left her with second degree burns. You ever heard of this? Vaginal steaming? You may, isn't that like a Pakistani tradition? I, 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 was, I, ever, I was just going to say, I'm yeah. pretty sure his mom had to I steam it out there. Did, did, do you oh, have to do that? Mom, you know, I've heard of this, though. I remember uh, I have a friend. It's not Pakistan, but close enough. Uh, he's uh, Persian, and his wife is American. Close and enough. the mom... <laughs> the mom... <laughs> 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 the mom, his mom came from Iran to visit and the daughter had to help the mom, or not his daughter, his wife had to help the mom clean her vagina, like wipe it up after she took a piss and like clean her and do, do all that stuff. Doesn't very Chrissy Teigen hygienic do people, aren't they? What? <laughs> I, I, I swear I read that Chrissy Teigen vaginal steams as well. Well, maybe, but no, she wasn't steaming the mom, but the oh. mom was just doing like, you know, she Did was she? here, she was older and she was like, you know, washing up her pussy. And that's what the, his wife had to do. And she was like, well, that's just cultural. Is that true? Do you ever have to do that for your grandmother? Look at his face. I, 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 it's nice. Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is that a Pakistani why, tradition? Why people don't wash vaginas? <laughs> you, need to no. rem- you need to write it. This is radio. <laughs> I was looking right at you when I asked you. So that's not Who's something you've got to do. I mean- <laughs> all right, all right, moving on. Uh, vaginal steaming. So a 62-year-old Canadian woman ended up with painful second-degree burns on her genitals after she attempted an at-home vaginal steaming. Ultimately, it delayed the reconstructive surgery she needed to treat an earlier vaginal injury. What the fuck's going on with this woman's vaginal? Like, <laughs> I was her just badge? gonna say, what like, was seriously? the early injury? Would this, I don't know. Would this piss Harrison off as well? Is this the kind of thing he doesn't like? No, Harrison loves prolapsed uteruses. It's like oh, one of his favorite. But things. not shit. <laughs> he does not like shit. So yeah. if I said Harrison. I heard this story about a prolapsed uterus the other day. He would have like a massive erection. But then I said, but, <laughs> but right afterwards, she took a, this person took a shit that was not, what was the word he used? Wait, did get? the shit get on the prolapsed uterus? Because if it was, like oh, if it was separate, or so did the shit it, get on the uterus? So if, I see, so if I said the latter, <laughs> if the shit got on the uterus, he would, it would destroy. It would ruin it. Yeah, because now I it's a soiled uterus. was shitting down their leg right next to the the prolapsed uterus that would be fine i don't know if he'd be into that either just no shit i'm just yeah, trying to, he doesn't like shit i'm just trying to establish yeah. what kind of person 
Harrison is. Harrison, he's definitely a guy that doesn't like shit stories because he freaks out about it. So that's why I usually play the shit stories on Patreon. That would be days. a great way to fuck around with him is just have <laughs> that story <laughs> and then just suddenly turn it. Oh, there are so many ways to fuck around with yeah, Harrison. Right. I don't think you just need to stop at that. <laughs> I want to know this guy more. Um, but this is, this is the problem. I mean, you guys can probably relate to this. Dating older women. 62 years old. What happens to the uterus at age 62? It prolapses, apparently, and you it need to steam the out. fucker. I know, you got to steam it to get it back in. talk to him and it, uh, was, after was, the age of 25. Was she steaming it to make it more supple so she could push it back in? I mean, what no, was the point of there's steaming? Several, there's several reasons why you'd steam your vagina. It's a good question there, Danny. Okay. Um, let's get into this here. Uh, typically, a vaginal steaming treatment, which has been praised by celeb health gurus, a.k.a. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is a huge AKA proponent. A.k.a. there's no fucking science behind this. It's full of bullshit. Well, What's Gwyneth Paltrow sort of Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow that. and her uh, famed magazine Goop uh, espouses the... Uh, they, they, what's coming out yeah, of the... espouses the merits of uh, vaginal steaming, and they say it's a way to detox the vagina. And I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of toxic vaginas that well, you paid very handsome sums I'll for. I'll tell you what, I've dealt a lot with goop. Goop. With goop. goop. It's just horrible stuff that. I just and that's why you have to go of. to a doctor and clear that goop have up. Have you ever had goop problems? I mean, you know, uh, a couple times I've had it's some when, goop. It's when, yeah. it's when things shaped as Gwyneth Paltrow start to seep, start out, of seep out of it. The, yeah. The, the thing is, that's the, what happens the, when you don't wear The body a has mechanisms to detox. Like the liver, the kidneys, all this fucking steam in your vagina or steam in your foreskin, whatever the fuck is next. <laughs> it's all bullshit. This is Danny talking about vaginas. This is a really, really <laughs> sick, sick show. I didn't realize that I'd be... Oh, I don't think so. These I are mean, topics that need to be addressed. Would you Would you steam your anus? The planet? Or? I think the world would, would, would love if he did that. I mean, I know he bleaches <laughs> it, but would you steam it? <sighs> God, I've asked myself this question zero times. Because <laughs> that's the thing. What, what's the, the point of steaming, like steaming can be used to clean things, right? Like uh, doesn't don't autoclaves use that, you know, for like needles and well, shit? Well, I think this is they're saying it's like they use steam uses vaporized herbal remedies to increase the body's healing potential. It's herbal. There's an H for a star. <laughs> but for the second part of that, herbal remedies, bullshit. They, well, I bet Gwyneth doesn't say herbal. She says herbal. Herbal, exactly. Herbal, herbal but it makes, makes me wonder, She's what do you suppose herbal. Gwyneth's vagina smells like? Brad Pitt, Chris Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it smells like SpaghettiOs. You think so? I just, for some reason, I just feel like she, it smells naturally like SpaghettiOs. But then she fights it with these herbal treatments to make it smell like a gardenia But you don't really care about the smells, the taste. And the surprise guest tonight... I bet tonight, you it tastes like SpaghettiOs. The okay. surprise guest tonight is... Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I think goop is what's emitted from Gwyneth's vag. That you know? is definitely... I think that's where she got the name for the, the magazine. The revelation of this, this, this is goop. ordeal is goop. Now, the thing is, though, they're saying that this you know herbal vaginal treatment is something that's been done for thousands of years. They, and there's lots of these dubious vag treatments, such as... I mean, have you ever heard of a vaginal jade egg? You ever heard of this? Strangely enough, Danny. <laughs> Danny has one right now in his arse. 
That's not a vaginal egg. It's an anal egg. Jesus. A vaginal Sorry. jade egg, they say, is an ancient Chinese remedy for women's sexual problems. And this is like what you yeah, know, a lot yeah. of these books Ancient say. Ancient Chinese remedies where they're like, let's cut off shark's fins and rhino horns and that will solve your sex problems. It's all fucking bullshit. There's no well, science behind any of this shit. Ostensibly, it's meant to, uh, the weight of the egg can boost the effectiveness of Kegel exercises, which strengthens the uh, pelvic floor muscles. And uh, because these muscles support the bladder, rectum, and uterus, the Kegels help prevent urinary incontinence. Kegels again are these things that sort of flare up on you. And no, but you, there, if you've seen a vagina, you'd know what a kegel is. There, there is, there is <laughs> science. My mum's. Well, that one you've seen a few times, and then also your grandmother's that you probably had to like steam. That. Did you have to steam it and back? It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> but there is science behind kegels and you know pelvic floor muscles, and they and they do help with shit. Well, right? the kegels do. But steaming your vagina, come on. Well, that, but that's the thing that this whole thing, it's like, you know, there's this new age alternative medicine crowd. So you have like these lifestyle magazines like Goop that uses no actual research, yeah. but then starts publishing all these stories to women like you got to sit over and steam your vagina for an hour every she, day. She would have been better sponsored off just, by, pour, yeah, just sponsored by whatever vodka like, or methylated spirits over it and same fire to it. it would have done the same fucking thing. Well, the, the funny quicker. thing about these vaginal jade eggs is they say it's an ancient Chinese remedy but it's been proven it's a modern thing it's a modern invention and this woman here she's a gynecologist named Jen Gunter she's devoted her Wait, research Jen what? Gunter not, oh. yeah, no <laughs> um, she's devoted her research good, into good, debunking good the pseudoscience in the areas of women's health particularly of goop because she hates goop good for and fucking so, Jen yeah I think that's great uh, Dr. Gunter let's, <laughs> let's, it has let's, to be Gunter doesn't it let's Gunt. support Jen you ever seen a Gunt? Yes. He's <laughs> sitting right next to me. In Berlin. Oh, really? Did you... Well, Gunt. A Gunt? <laughs> I'm Gunt. Um, but that's the thing, like, you know, Gwyneth, I think she'll stick anything in her batch. You know what? I just have this image of Gwyneth Paltrow every, every Monday sort of saying to her friends, there's this podcast you've got to listen to, Sick and Wrong. Sick and Wrong. I wish. And every week there's just been this gathering, gathering audience. Of just women bigger just sitting around. And Gwyneth is about to call in this weekend. And now and she hears us just ripping on this. her. And it just ruined my opportunity to be interviewed in Goop. You get a hundred letters from Gwyneth's attorney. <laughs> I'm sure this is possible, by the way. It could be. You know, uh, I I dated this girl. This was like a few years ago. Um, <laughs> no, they said this girl named, I don't remember her name, but she, I remember we had sex and everything. What? In, yeah, we had sex. Oh, yeah, mom. Once or twice. <laughs> had sex, I didn't pay for it. Uh, but she went to the bathroom, took a piss or whatever. It was back in like the bedroom. Then I went over, brushed my teeth, and I was getting in bed. And I see her just kind of lifting her legs up. And I was like, what are you doing? Because I've, I've heard of that, you know, when women, like, want to get pregnant or something. Yeah, yeah. But I was wearing a condom, so I was just like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm just putting cloves in there. And I'm like, you're putting garlic cloves? And, like, I was like, what do you think? Like, you're going to ward off my vampire Jewish dick or something? Like, I was just like, why are you doing this? Apparently, it's a Chinese remedy to treat yeast infections. You shove garlic cloves up in your snatch. Anyway, you really did pay for it. 
in the end, there's See, some goop. See, this is tasty this garlicky goop. This though. is what's fucking wrong with the world. We got flat earthers, girls sticking fucking garlic up their vaginas, and then other women fucking steaming them. <laughs> well, she's all about <laughs> the acupuncture and all that. And Trump. Would you? Okay, and Trump. And yeah. no, that's it. <laughs> well, that's it. There's nothing else wrong. Did she made the most delicious garlic bread the next day? And I was like, maybe did, this is... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> did you go down on her that night? Did you not taste the garlic? Well, I tasted the goop. I've always noticed the smell of garlic in here. <laughs> no, she didn't have the garlic in when we hooked up. She thing. put the garlic in the end, and she had it in like this netting, like a mesh bag that she put in. She yeah, wasn't she, just yeah, garlic cheese cloth. Cheesecloth. Cheesecloth, like yeah. It was, yeah, she had it was like cheese a cloth. spice bag. You've done cloth. this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I, I'm saying that so the sweet. fact that she was doing this means <laughs> she does it a lot. And it isn't goop. His ass garlic. Was she Chinese? No, she was a uh, uh, Latin. Latin. She, she was a Latin girl, a Latin bird. Was she an anti-Semite? Do you think? Well, with that garlic, she was anti-Jewish vampires. Yeah. So I didn't go back down I after that. The issue stems from now the steaming case here. This a, an actual acupuncturist, a traditional Chinese doctor, told the woman that the treatment would help repair her vaginal prolapse. It's a condition where a portion of the vagina falls out of position and can lead to like constipation, pain, vagina, and loosens the uh, support of the vagina. Makes me wonder, how does that happen? Have you ever heard of this? Have you ever seen that? This is the first, the quietest we've been in. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever seen a prolapsed vagina? I'm just getting so turned on. Here, here, here's the thing. I don't even... I don't know what a prolapsed vagina looks like. What about a so, proge- pro- prolapsed anus? Have you ever seen that? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the image of that floating around the what internet. Is, <laughs> is that in like a secret WhatsApp. bookmarked area of your internet? But I remember once when pink I was sock. when, I, when, when I was seventeen, there was this <laughs> girl. That. It could have been prolapsed because it was hanging. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> How do you know it was prolapse? Was I know. it sticking out? Like I don't know. That's what I'm saying. What is a prolapse vagina? What well, that's the like? thing. It's like a portion of the vagina falls out. So it's like, like with a with a prolapse anus. But is it's that like your just anus like she comes has out big, of the hole? Big lips. It's like, like is that prolapse? You see in the Tate Modern prolapsed vagina by George you know. <laughs> <Giorgio> Keith. <laughs> no, they, but the thing that is, with like uh, my friend uh, Lenora used to work for I can't remember the name of the gay magazine Frontiers. It was a gay magazine. She'd had to review. This is like years ago when she was young and she was looking, just looking for a job. She had to review porn. There's a genre called pink sock porn where it's like dudes get fucked so hard no! in their ass that their anus falls out, and then guys suck the pink sock. <laughs> What's the name of this show again? <laughs> also known as Lee's personal collection of porn. Danny, were you told about the content? Of this, of this but anyway, I, this is different, and I don't know if Lee it's Lee on his face you know, when he talks about this stuff. As I don't well. know if it's from having sex with well-endowed men, because obviously no woman's ever had to deal with this. Why with you me. have such glee on your face? You mean? No, I'm saying it's goop. It's not glee, okay? <laughs> Why there's such an expression of goop on the host's face? But that's what I'm wondering. Is it from having sex with like a well-endowed man and then it just stretches it all out and it comes out the hole? And you are asking it's, it's for... It's probably because she know. wasn't putting garlic up there and kegling. Oh, keeping everything in there. Yeah, it just, but it so just fell out. There's non-surgical options to treat a vaginal prolapse, such as a rubber device... That's inserted inside the vagina for support. 
Which makes me wonder, is that like a, a fle- is that like a fleshlight? <laughs> right. I don't know. Do you own one of these rubber prolapse vaginas? <laughs> <laughs> no, but one of them sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good because we don't know who he's talking about which is great until uh, you well, now say there's it. no way yeah we're not the, filming the, the, this the ambiguity of the show is brilliant. oh there's nothing ambiguous following the typical v steaming procedure here a woman the woman sat over boiling water for 20 minutes a day for two days after the second session she was in so much pain that she rushed to the emergency room where she was diagnosed with second degree burns the burns are found on her prolapse vaginal tissue that had fallen out. And gave birth to a three-headed hydra. So, so here's the thing. About 10, 15 years ago, did this woman spill a cup of McDonald's coffee? On the <laughs> prolapse? <laughs> Possibly. That could have steamed this, it. This a woman is point. a... F- fucking idiot let's let's just let's just make that clear. well she was you know a doctor told her to do this it's like ancient chinese remedies it wasn't Stones a doctor it was an acupuncturist well that's not no, a doctor dr gunter said you shouldn't do it i'm sorry if you go to any kind of quack medical person whatsoever and they're telling you hey you know what sit over a fucking steaming hot fucking bowl of whatever with your vagina hanging out and you do it come on you're not a rocket scientist. Do you think there are dudes that are into prolapse vaginas? Of course there are. that after today. <laughs> Whether we like it or not, we've been turned into it. We've been infected, Danny. Infected. So thankfully the woman wasn't more seriously hurt, but she had to heal up before doctors were able to perform the original surgery that they wanted to do to treat her vaginal prolapse. Um, the woman's specific condition likely increased the chances of serious injury while V-steaming. This was called V-steaming. But even if vaginal steaming won't burn the average woman's vagina, you probably shouldn't do it because it has no actual health. Yeah, like, no uh, medical Yeah, benefits. improvement it's effects, benefits. So for one, the heat and the, uh, the herbal fumes probably can't reach the vaginal canal because you got to go all the way up there. And as the woman's case shows, you probably shouldn't do this anyway because a scalding vapor that close to your vag is probably going to fuck something up. Yeah. It's, it's going to do some any damage. Any of this that didn't occur in Southern California... I don't know. I, I guarantee there's women in there's women in Southern California right now steaming their badges. In the, in oh yeah, in the next room. half of Hollywood's probably doing it. <laughs> Hopefully right not. Now. But they say this is what Dr. Gunter had to say about this. She said she's explained this time and time again. The vagina is already a self-cleaning organ. No extra detoxifying is required. And we found this out with mm-hmm. our experiments. I don't know. No, it's so, true. It's yeah, you're true. not the supposed body, to do this. Like yeah. you're not supposed to douche. Like, contrary to the, the ads that you see on yeah. TV, you're not supposed to douche. And it's like, anything that goes wrong with, like, an infection, like vagina, penis, whatever, it's because of a foreign body. It's like, if you if you lived on your own without any human contact, you wouldn't get any of that shit. Well, I guess it depends on how you're masturbating. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> foreign bodies, I, I did have to keep quiet there. But Danny's disease-riddled, bacteria-infested fleshlight. You know what's funny? I remember, uh, like, with douching and all this. Like, I remember in college, when you douched? I lived with that. No, but I lived with this uh, two hippie girls. Well, one, well, I lived with one girl. Then her friend moved in, and her friend uh, I'd known for a long time. And her friend, like a lot of my friends, had boned her, and so I wanted to. Like when I was in high school, I always wanted to, but I never had a chance. So, but now I'm a junior in college, and uh, we're all like kind of living in the house, hooked up a few times. But I remember I went down there. 
and she had one of the strongest smelling vaginas I've ever encountered. And not in a good way. I'm not saying it smelled like, you know, the strong scent of gardenias and tulips. It was like, what the fuck? Like, it smelled like, whoa. Birmingham level. Yeah. Like like a Birmingham bird. So anyway, I was, I remember the next, like, she went, I think she went back to, uh, because she lived in a different city. And she went back and I was talking to my friend that lived with my roommate. And I was like, yeah, that smells something awful. And she was just like, what are you talking about? She just has a strong female scent. No. And I was like, no. no that smells a like a crab bitch. cake covered in feces. <laughs> I was just like, that's not a strong female scent. And she was so pissed off that I said this. Like, this is just a normal thing. Strong female odors. Were you still roommates after that? Yeah, yeah, we were. What did the apartment smell like the next day? Well, after that girl was there, a crab fish, cake covered in feces. <laughs> so when you had to clean your grandmother's vagina <laughs> it's a tradition right before you turn 13 in your country that's like a Pakistani thing to do I, I forget the name of it there's like a there's a name like Ramadan or something right it's it like, is it is and vagina as, as, as in everything that we learn from the Israelites <laughs> All right, what do you have here for the second story? <laughs> Moving on. I don't, I don't think I have anything right now. I'm just like, are we done oh, yet? Boy. No, we still got another story to do. <laughs> All right, all right. All why, right. Did, why do little girls from Birmingham put fish in their knickers? Why? To smell like big girls from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> This is one Lee can get involved in. So, um, oh dear. Okay. So this comes in from Mitch. Says someone should do this in front of Dee's house. Well, the joke's on you, Mitch, because I don't have a house. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I probably will never be able to afford a house in Los Angeles. I can confirm, Mitch. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't have a house. (laughs) Let's have a shitty apartment. (laughs) Not not until the next earthquake. Anyway. Oh yeah. Um, Unfortunately, this this is a tale of debauchery that comes from the UK. Read it on the I'm BBC, and so no. yeah. So unfortunately, this is on us. Uh oh. Man ate raw squirrels in front of vegan food store. <laughs> a raw squirrel in front of a vegan food store. I love it. Like I stall. Sorry, not oh, stall. Stall. Like that headline in in of itself. Nothing wrong with that, right? That is, yeah, that nothing is wrong with like eating a squirrel in front of a vegan. There's no Elvis stand. found on the moon story that comes close. <laughs> to the peculiarity. Was it a living squirrel or was it a dead squirrel? Um, the story doesn't get in the specifics of it, but from the way the way they've written it, I'm guessing they were dead because they said they ordered them online. Oh, so we had just a dead squirrel. He just Squirrels are just us. eating it in yeah. front of the vegetarian. So it was a kind of vegans. form of recycling. I mean, it was there. Exactly. So here's the, here's the thing, and this is why this story made me think of you guys. It said, <laughs> two pro-meat, made me think of you guys, activists have been fined after eating raw squirrel carcasses. So they definitely weren't cooked. 
So <laughs> they could have been alive. They could have been dead. Who knows? A pro meat activist. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, is that I a mean, thing? Apparently so. Are you a proud boy? Are they proud boys? Is that what the is that what that stands for? Pro meat activist. Yeah. Pro meat activist. Wait, do they go on rallies? And stuff yeah, I don't and know. Like, who needs to go out and is like, it like white supremacists? You know, they're like the white supremacists. Yeah, cuisine. that's what I'm saying. Like proud boys. Like, is that like yeah. a, like you have to eat meat? Yeah, meat, fuck vegetables. <laughs> but what, what I don't get about it, it's like Juice everybody eats fucking meat. meat. <laughs> <laughs> Soy burgers will not replace us. Is that, is that the thing? That's pretty much it. Because, you know, it's saying like, so they ate these raw squirrel carcasses with the fur still on. Nothing wrong with fur burger, right? Uh, eh? yeah. Although I got to say, though, it would be pretty hilarious see the expression on the vegans <laughs> why were they charged why were they charged with the crime well let me fucking because you're not allowed to eat Jeez. a fucking I'm squirrel a you can eat a squirrel though and is that normal in the uk i know in certain parts of the u.s it's very normal yeah you can you can eat pretty much red or gray you, what, what you want i don't know they have well it depends it, on the squirrel right because the red is an invasive species yes and the gray isn't in uh in the uk is this true so you can kill red squirrels right Right. It, <laughs> red squirrels came from the US to the UK and have been consistently destroying the population of grey squirrels. Yeah. I think that's right. It could be completely wrong and I might have dreamt it. But I always thought you knew more about gerbils than squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently you know a lot about both. No, gerbils. <laughs> gerbils. I keep telling you that. So the weird thing was this happened at a vegan market store in Soho. Now... It's been a while since I've been to Soho, but the last time I was in Soho, there weren't vegan market stalls. There was just loads of shady porn stores. Mm-hmm. But it's so I thought Soho was like the gay area of London. Is well, it? So the porn the porn industry in Soho is sadly sadly been reduced. It's declining. Yeah, uh, gentrification. It's gone a... from porn to Soho House. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, porn was like banned for the long well probably still is banned in the uk right but there was no access to Wait, it so you can't have so, oh, no you have to have uh don't, they, don't you have to like register to look at porn on your phone no. The pedophile <laughs> <laughs> no but the whole Depends point was the porn you're looking at the whole point was back in the day like in the uk you didn't have access to porn like um before the internet you couldn't so soho was the only place it wasn't legal but people would go there and they could buy porn that's so the wait, only it thing was I know about illegal Soho. to buy a porno magazine or a video or anything, and so Soho was the Videos, only area. Yeah, hardcore. Like, like we had the buy Playboy. We had right? the Sun and you know News of the World. So oh, we yeah, always yeah. had tits out, but like actual like penis, vagina, all that kind of stuff was illegal. Soho was the only place to get it, but apparently what now it's that? also where you get vegan food. Seventies, seventies? No, even in the nineties. Porn, wait, Seriously. you could buy a porn Seriously. video in England in the 90s. Seriously, uh, mid-90s is when I first started working in Shetland tech. Isles, where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> and I would still go to London with friends that would go, like, you go into these seedy little porn houses and the guy would be like, oh, i got a movie here with an anteater. Well, and you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> But anyway, any, anyway, Soho was known for like porn and stuff like that. So it's a sketchy now area. It's, yeah. Now it's like vegan, vegan food markets. Vegan food markets. Okay, which, all right. Yeah. So I'm going to fuck these names up. But uh, there, there, was two, there was two guys involved in this. One's called Dionysi. 
Klebenenkov. Come on, you've been to Russia more times. I was just yeah. Russian. They're Russian. Yeah. Is that one of these made up names like Hujanikabolikov? Yeah, or exactly. Like that? And the other guy's name is Gatis Lag. A Greek and a Russian walk into a vegan. I don't know. It's and great. so these are two pro-meat activists. Yeah, they're both from London and they were filmed biting into the squirrels at the food stand on Rupert Street on 30th of March this year. Why are we only hearing about this now? Right. It's fucking August. This is from March. Why are we even reading this? There's story? Novacek involved somewhere here, isn't there? There's a there's a poisoning coming up. Right? Something, yeah. Well, apparently the two men were asked to stop eating the animals uh, by the parent of a distressed child. <laughs> there, are kid, there are children present. Brilliant. A child and, is distressed. So wait, you said there was fur on the squirrels. Yeah. So they're just ripping in, into oh, fur. Yeah. Like, These are just carcasses. They're just... <laughs> wow. That, I mean, that is kind of horrific to do in front of children. In Russia, that's probably yeah. part of the course, you know. Actually, yeah, in Russia, that's probably yeah. just an appetizer. You'd be a wimp. Yeah. <laughs> so after, after this woman asked them to stop, they continued eating the raw rodents. Uh, they both denied using disorderly behavior likely to cause harassment. So apparently, eating a raw animal is disorders, disorderly behavior likely to cause harassment. That, is that like, a crime? Who, who in, you, who uh, call are, the bobbies. Who are you harassing? Fucking friends of Peter? What the fuck? Well, they're harassing the vegans, apparently. It's, it's tenuous, isn't it? I do worry about our, our countries' laws, in a way. They're a bit draconian, aren't they? I mean, you well, sort of... What happens sort of if you throw a milkshake on a politician? There you go. Is that a crime? It should. You know, they say everybody, you know, should be recognized equally under the law. But Nigel Farage, I mean... <laughs> Surely the law should be if you pass Nigel Farage and don't throw something over him, you could be apprehended. I heard that he steams his vagina. I wouldn't doubt. Or Trump's <laughs> vagina. You're talking about our next ambassador. Oh, is Trump this wants him to be, to be, Trump Trump wants him to be, be the ambassador. ambassador. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. Anyway, fuck so anyway back to the story here. So they're eating raw squirrels with the fur on in front of vegans with children present. Right. And they both denied this disorderly disorderly behavior, but they've both been found guilty. All right. All right. So um, one of them has a YouTube channel, and his name is Lagsdins. He posted a video of himself and his buddy eating the squirrels. With the, the title was "Jailed for Eating Meat at Soho Vegan Market." So this is like a publicity stunt. Of course, these, these are just some yeah. fucking losers. Although, want, like, it's views. pretty extreme. I mean, compared to like what they do here, where it's like you know someone like pulling, breaking your selfie stick or whatever, like you know, or throwing a attaching a snake to your back pocket. These guys are like eating a furry, dead furry animal in front of vegans. Yeah, but I would eat a squirrel if somebody gave me it. It's like what the you fuck? would eat a squirrel. Would, yeah, why not with fur on we it? We have to preface this by saying this man is a you know uh, a bit of a. He's a pro meat activist. Certainly is. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I wouldn't go out my way to. I wouldn't go out my way to upset people with it. I'm just saying what they were doing wasn't that. Uh, you know, like it's somewhat provocative, but I mean, you would eat a squirrel with fur, like a raw dead squirrel with fur on it. I would, you know, like Are strip you... the fur, <laughs> I cook it, I'd make something decent where it's squirrel Jesus pie Christ. or and then wrap fur around some like your cookies later. that I'll bring in. <laughs> <you>. Yeah, <laughs> make a squirrel flashlight. So anyway, uh, so they claimed that they were jailed, but they weren't jailed. Um. 
and in the video, uh, Lags, I'm going to call him Lags because I can't pronounce the rest of his name. He can be seen tearing open a, a bedraggled looking dead squirrel. So this, this sounds like a squirrel that was run over or something. <clears throat> with his, so he's tearing open with his bare hands before eating some of the innards. Jesus Christ. So he's disemboweling a squirrel. I mean, what yeah. is he like? This is like, this is like, like 28 like days savage. later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a savage. Yeah. Like a, like a this, zombie finding like a carcass. Isn't this just haggis you know all about? That's sheep. <laughs> you squirrel, squirrel haggis? Fucking peasant. Don't, don't have any people on here. They have no sense of taste. <laughs> no, but anyway. a squirrel form of haggis. Yep. Is that no, wait, no, haggis is like a, isn't it a cow's? It's lining, though. No, it's, it's sheep. Like a, it's a it's sheep. sheep's stomach. A sheep's anus, like sheep's, a colon, <laughs> sheep's right? Bladder, sheep's bladder, sheep's I thought it was sheep's colon. Sheep's it's called the pluck. It's all, oh. it's all like the bits of the sheep that people like you guys wouldn't want to eat until it's minced up, mixed in with a bunch of stuff. It's a fucking Scottish it, sausage. It looks like diarrhea. Have you ever see it? It's like all grainy and disgusting. Chocolate looks like. If that. your diarrhea looks like that, then you, you need to worry. Mine just looks like fucking brown water. Years of doing something wrong is making the definition yes, that's what of the happens show. When you're a vegetarian. All right. So uh, all right, then, back to then, and um, I, his buddy, I'm just gonna call him Kalashnikov because yes. it's like Klebnikov. It's pretty much the same. So Kalashnikov then attempts to tear into the second dead squirrel for directly with his teeth, which isn't successful because you know there's bones and sinews and yeah, yeah like that exactly. Muscle. He's an idiot. And then he rips the carcass open with his hands, declaring to a passerby, "It smells good." The passerby says. No, it doesn't smell good. Surely not. Surely <laughs> not. English that's su- that's a polite such a, English person. I mean, that's like, such a British thing, right? Like, you know, an American will go, like, surely oh my not. God. Yeah, Americans will be like, what the fuck is wrong not. with you? <laughs> You're fucking not. eating a squirrel. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Yeah, like, It's a New God. Yorker, is it? Or? Yeah, but I would be, an American would be like, dude, what the fuck's going on? Then they'd probably film it. Yeah, but exactly. But it's like, in England, it's like, oh, surely not. That must not surely taste not good. Surely not you're eating a squirrel. I don't want to like, interfere with anything. Yeah, not carry on. Uh, carry on. <laughs> so another person asked them and said, how did you hunt them down? And then uh, Lags said they ordered them the squirrels online. What the fuck? From like where? Like fucking Silk Road? Where do you order a dead squirrel? Hold on, lads. I'm just going to get on my phone. I'm pretty sure you can just get it from Amazon. You can't order a, de- a fucking dead fucking squirrel from Amazon. Fucking look up Amazon UK and I bet you can order I'm a squirrel. I'm looking this up right now. No? Maybe you could in the UK. I don't know. I mean, it's not illegal. Like squirrel, eating squirrel meat is not illegal. That's a really interesting So there's point. no reason why you shouldn't be able I to order guess, it. I but I mean, I just didn't think you could, I didn't think it was sanitary. How far can you go with things that it's aren't just an illegal, buying them on legitimate websites? That's a really, really interesting question. Well, like, here it is. This dead squirrel filled with 55% alcohol beer only cost 20 grand or no, $20. Yeah, I guess you could get this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is a taxidermy squirrel. Uh, you can put your beer in. Oh, I want to find, cheating. like, actual squirrel meat. Okay. Now, All right. You, right. Keep, you keep, keep looking. Going. Well, keep going. You keep looking for squirrel meat, and we'll keep going with this. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, here's, here's the thing. is like, if we can find uh, a site in the U.S. that we can order squirrels from, let's order some, and I'll make us some food next time. Make us some pie. Squir- All right. You know Squirrel what? curry. I stand corrected. Owner of North London Budgeon Store defends sale saying squirrel is a sustainable meat and tastes lovely. Yeah. I bet so, it does. 
Apparently, you can do this. This is in uh, Budgeon's store in Crouch End, North London. Oh, yeah. Have you been there? Many, many times. <laughs> in Crouch End? Crouch End is the clue. He's crouched uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot. So apparently you can buy squirrel meat. So these guys just ordered a couple of dead squirrels and just ate them in front of vegans. All right. And if any of your viewers, anybody wants to send us some, some squirrels, I'll make us some uh, curry. All, All right. right. What, what happened here to these two All Russians? Right. So, so while interacting with the people in the street, Lags, he also appears to be wearing a plucked dead duck on a string around his neck. <laughs> This guy's the life of the party. He's if I had a party, a I would want this Russian Fly to show him up. Out. Yeah, he's like wearing a bunch of dead animals, eating them. Like, this is amazing. And he's a white nationalist. Anyway, um, <laughs> so basically, uh, he's wearing this fucking dead duck around his neck with a string. And then eventually the police arrived, and then Kalashnikov, he's got blood smeared across his face at this point. And he's a Kalashnikov. So he, I mean, they're not rocket scientists, these guys. Uh, he's told to stop eating the squirrel while he's being questioned by it's the performance police. performance art, is yeah. what this is. And he's like, this is my food. And uh, the cops nice are like... Russian accent. Like, <laughs> I was going to say. The cops are like, well, I like, I like, you've provoked a reaction, mate. Um, and he goes, look at how many people are recording this. And then after apparently long remonstrations with the police, they eventually handcuffed and put in the back of a police van while other members of their group... So we're only calling out these two guys, but there was a group. There was a whole group of pro-meat mm. activists. Yeah, we don't know how many there is. There could be 20, there could be five, there could be whatever. But I mean, do, I mean, you guys are both carnivores, right? You eat meat. Yeah. Do you like meat enough to join a group to act? No. <laughs> to actively like... I don't like anything enough to join a group. Yeah, to join a group and Unless actively promote meat. group against not being raped by Lee. Then I oh, join okay. that group. I like to join groups that are against joining groups. <laughs> but the members of their group are shouting meat is totally allowed okay yeah, they should do this at like a Smith's like a Morrissey concert and see what happens what would be really much more interesting is if somebody did this with a human you know like like a I baby mean, yeah that would be something you would say I mean I might go <laughs> well, for an arm that might and... happen in Pakistan but I don't I, think that I would happen in a civilized country somebody did do something similar with humans about <laughs> you know, you 70 years ago day? Uh, anyway, um, so Natalie Kleins from the Crown Prosecution Service, CPS. From the Crown, like the, the TV Crown. series? <laughs> said Kalashnikov and Lags claimed they were against veganism and were raising awareness about the dangers of not eating meat. What, what dangers are there of not eating meat? What, so you don't get cholesterol and have a heart attack by the time you're 45? Well, you become a host of a, a radio yeah. show. And, and you look like a big <laughs> fucking vagina when you're not eating meat. I do kind of look like a steam vagina. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I mean, With that, tattoos on it. Yeah, yeah. A tattooed steam vagina. So in closing the story, the last thing they wanted to point out about these guys is so um, other videos on his YouTube channel, of and this, this this shows you the kind of guy he is. Have titles such as "Super Tired Vegan Is Showing Signs of Dementia." I mean, I didn't know Trump was a vegan. Um, and treat others the way you don't want to be treated. I don't even understand that. That sounds one. also yeah. like a Trump thing. Um, and then he's, and, and in that video, he says life is all about consuming others' energy. Uh, okay, back that's to the alternative where he gets to medicine. It. This guy would probably eat a dead baby he if would. given the opportunity. 
And Man. we should definitely have him on the show. Yeah, no, I mean, this guy should, this guy's the sick and wrong mascot right there. I'm Jesus. Telling you, man. This is the Anyone, one for you. I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, Jackass here, like, you know, like Steve O and all those guys, we do some gross stuff in public. Jackass Russia style. Like, <laughs> it's like they go above and beyond. Like, we're going to eat a fucking squirrel in front of a bunch of vegans. Yeah, I mean, you have America and then you sort of have, what, Austria, which is pretty. Odd with Russia. Russia's like on another level oh, of sick and wrong. I mean, it's a terrible place. Wow. Now, that's a, it's a, it's a good idea. Good publicity stunt. That's what we need to promote the show. Kalashnikov and lags. 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 People send your stories. Sick and wrong podcast at gmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember to keep it under three minutes. Before we get to our phone calls, though. Here's a word from Adam and Eve. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Um, when's the last time you guys were on Tinder? Uh, seconds or minutes? <laughs> were years you just ago. checking while I went took a so bathroom funny. break? Actually, I just were you? took my thumb away from my phone, as you said. <laughs> Danny, girls just girls time? break their thumb swiping left on you, don't they? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, broke my thumb again. Which Thumbelina, is, which is annoying because I really am turned on with by girls with broken thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like, harder for them to open the door to escape. It's really, really the worst have possible you, thing. Have you done Tinder recently? No, it's been a couple of years. So, as a as a guy in, in their forties, do in you quotes. Yeah, <laughs> a, couple a couple of years? years. <laughs> that means like ten minutes ago. The as a guy universe. in their forties, do you think Tinder? is better than like like more fruitful than like Bumble or any other ones well, like which I, one works best when for you? I get to my 40s um, <laughs> oh well, you'd have to go back in time then right <laughs> like, like a decade and a half so when, when you're on so when you're on Tinder yeah do girls ever be like are you Rowan Atkinson for real <laughs> do they ask number one I need to ask you what Johnny what, English what Johnny English get in there son I need to ask you what Tinder is <laughs> He only, knows, he only knows Grinder. Are you so you banned a, from Tinder? Isn't that where you light a campfire? Or <laughs> what was the question? Again? Anyway, I is Tinder a big thing though in the UK? I think a lot of people use it over yeah. there. Yeah, it's all over the world, right? Pakistan has but a like, great dude, because like here, people have Hinge is a big deal. Like Hinge is the new thing. It's Minge and Bumble. <laughs> yeah, Minge. Bumble's a big one out here. Tinder. I don't think as many people use Tinder in LA anymore. So when I first tried Tinder, it was fucking ramming in LA. There was just so many people, and it was crazy. It was like, bleh. yeah. But and that then was when a few I, years ago, though, right? And then when did you and then all of them, yeah, I did all <laughs> every single one. No, and then I went on to Bumble, and I fucking loved Bumble because girls got to make the first move, and I was like chatting to a ton of girls, and it seemed awesome. And then. I went off dating for a couple of years. I came back. I tried Bumble, and it was a shit show. It was like fucking Tinder. It was just oh, rubbish. It's just as bad as it. Yeah. Well, I always thought like Tinder was the hookup app that you get just go have sex. It's basically like straight grinder. Every app, app of but Bumble up. though, Bumble's like a dating app, or OkCupid's yeah. okay, a dating app. 
because blokes Whereas, when they go on to either have no intention of trying to fuck the bird well, on the first any day. of those apps it's so, like, yeah. so when you have a bumble date you're like I am going to make no move on this girl to try and fuck her for at least three dates. But when you go out with somebody... Gotta wait for her to make the first move. (laughs) Oh, on Bumble. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But Tinder, it's like, that's where all the sluts are. Tinder, you're like, get your bag, I'm taking you home. I think, but the thing is, I think it's different for guys that are like in their early 20s. Because I think it's more of a hookup culture now. So now it's like, they go on Tinder and it's like, there's no question. There's no ambiguity. These, it's like, we're going to hook up. fucking millennials. Although we millennials just have to go to the pub. less sex than any other previous generation, aren't they? Because they, they have so much porn. They have so, much thing, so many things to distract them so that they are not having sex. Well, I've heard they also Except have like, with me when I distract them from porn. <laughs> <laughs> when you force Cute. them to. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the blokes. It's not weird. <laughs> No, not no, surprised. Millennial. Not surprised there. He <laughs> no, finally admitted yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah congratulations. I did it before Danny could get to it. That's it. <laughs> oh, oh, it's my, it's my Wait, excuse. Are you, He's are you talking about Tinder or Grinder? What are the millennials are having less sex on? No, I'm just saying you in particular. Do you have Tinder or Grinder on your phone? Um, I'm being in a serious Both. relationship that. <laughs> <laughs> well, your grandmother I doesn't have four, count. Actually. <laughs> I have the Pakistani. Yeah, uh, what's Tinder. the Pakistani? Their well, faces are covered, so you can't. You have to guess. It's called a lot. Chutney. And the faces are covered, so you don't even know. It's called Gaylord Curry House. Is it, there's a Jewish Tinder, isn't it? What's it called? J Day. J Day. Yeah. J Day. Yeah. Now, I would horrify girls times, on J Day. How many times have you been on there? I've never actually done it because I think I would horrify them. I would love to actually go on J Day and just just pretend to be a Jew until you <laughs> how could you even I don't even think it would work until you literally have the wedding day and you come up and you just go sorry I'm I'm a supporter of the Nazi party and I always have with I always have been. gotcha <laughs> I'm sure that would work <laughs> you silly Jew that's a hell of a practical joke yeah that's <laughs> a good a lot one. of time and effort in there together <laughs> you should start your own show kind of like jackass yeah. but not funny <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, has one. That was funny. That was funny. Anyway, the first call we have here is a guy from Todd named Todd. He's from Edinburgh, and he has a Tinder story. Wait, wait, wait. What did you just say? This guy, his name's Todd. He's from Edinburgh, and he's got a Edinburgh. What? Edinburgh. Isn't that how you say it? Wait, Borough. How do you say it? Sweaty Jockland. Sweaty jo- okay, he's from Edinburgh. Sweaty Jockland. Bruh. Like, Edinburgh. Like, like over here, like when, you, when you're like, yo, bruh. bruh. What's up, bruh? Edinburgh. 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 I can't. I'm not a Scotsman. Bruh. Is there a borough? That might be how it's technically. It's, it's like Worcester sauce. You don't say Worcestershire. Worcester. I don't know how yeah. to pronounce any of these English terms. Americans right. do. They go Edinburgh. Birmingham. He's from Leeds, though. Yeah. Well... Not, not me. Anyway, here's Todd from Edinburgh. Yeah, Edinburgh, isn't it? Hi guys, good to speak to you. It's Todd from Edinburgh. Um, he said it's probably going to be a shit call to just well, he's a straight fucking... on the Patreon. He sounds about as Scottish as but, uh, me and my girlfriend wanted <laughs> <laughs> He's not from uh, Edinburgh. <laughs> he's yeah, he's got to be from England. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's there? some well, northern you... twonk that fucking lives up there. A twonk. Oh, he just played a trick on us. You knew this all well, the time. This would offend Danny. <laughs> Basically, we were listening. We were talking about Tinder, and we were listening to your stories about Tinder. And I thought I'd like to tell you one of my stories about quite a funny incident that happened on Tinder, and see what how you guys would have reacted. It's not to. with me. 
No, we didn't meet each other on Tinder, thank God. But Shut before up, I met woman. Her, uh, we wanted to know how he'd react. <laughs> Sounds like a rape It's really annoying. Had, sorry, that's thought... really annoying. Like when women do that, they're like, "You're Wait, the center stage," but they have to just, you know, your girlfriend <laughs> has to sort of come say, "Not me." You know, it's like this, and there'll be more. Not me. There'll be more. This is spoken from a man who's never actually had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That may be, but I, this is conjecture. I admit that. But she is stood there the whole time over this phone call, yeah. just making yeah. sure she's probably giving him the script. Make, make sure you tell him that, because that's what happened, right? Yeah, mm. but don't you think afterwards, after he starts talking about this Tinder date, she probably gets pissed off because she's like, "What'd that girl look like? Did you like her?" Correct. Well, yeah. she she already sounds ugly, so yeah, probably. Well, she's Scottish. Can we tell? She's her not Scottish. <laughs> no, she's not. Either. Talking to a girl. On Tinder, uh, like sort of the thing that we had in common was we liked a band, we liked the same band, and they were actually on tour in the like the city where we were at the time. Probably the Proclaimers. Isn't that the only band from Scotland? Except they're not yeah. Scottish. I thought they were, aren't they? Were they no, from? no, these people are not Scottish. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like, well, like the same band. He's probably on about not- fucking the Beatles yeah, but or he, something. Yeah, but shitty band like it? that. He must have moved to Scotland. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He probably, probably lives there now. He goes to St. Andrew's University, like the royal family. Yeah. The, the, the royals who can't get He's not posh enough for, for St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Yeah. Where's uh, Is that in Edinburgh? Is that St. That's Andrew? right? It's in St. Andrews. Oh, where's, where's St. Andrews? It's a golf course, isn't it? A famous golf course. Like oh, that's where you're at. Is Danny. that where Trump's golf course is? Oh, oh, no, that's up in... Um, oh, the one where he's literally ruined... The yeah, he's like ruined the land. Yeah, and Scotland <laughs> let him buy it, which is the, you know... <laughs> anyway. Uh, in like a few months' time, so then we started chatting... Uh, and we decided, yeah, let's go on a date. Let's buy tickets to this gig. So she bought a ticket. I bought a ticket. That's a bad idea. It was in a few months' time. It was quite I, heavy. No, why? Because why? you're she chatting. She bought a ticket. He bought a ticket. So they didn't buy tickets together. That's not a bad idea. I know, but so you're making plans with this bird yeah. months in advance. Right. Yeah. You like just maybe hung out with her once. I wouldn't do that. He hasn't hung out with her though, has he? No, that's the point. He hasn't. And the, they, the they were talking over Tinder, but they both like the band. It's like it's like if a bird said to you, "Oh, Motorhead's playing in three months' time. Do you want to go?" And you're like, "Fuck yeah!" You buy your ticket. She buys her ticket. You don't have to go with her. I well, guess, but it depends thing. on if you meet up then, because then it's. I, I just think there's a situation could be that could be quite negative. Well, if she that's says true. we can only meet in three months at the concert, I would be very, very, very suspicious. Well, he might I'm, be eaten because it's like that time, like the werewolf is sprouting. Oh, uh, maybe. I, I, I think I don't know. At that point, I would think that she might be a man, and this is a catfish situation. That's what I'd think. But I would say I've never had that problem. Anyway. Um, we stopped talking for like a month or two until it was actually time to go to the gig. And then it was, we were going to the gig like the Sunday or something, and so it was a Saturday, and I started like, said to her like, oh shit, you know, we still, you still want to do this? You still want to go to the gig? It would be quite fun. And she said, yeah, 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 let's go, let's go together. Yeah, it'd be great. I was like, oh, nice, this is still going on. Um, and I said, so do you want to like meet up for some drinks before? She was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. It sounds really good. I was like, oh, this is going to be nice. Do you want to go for some drinks? And she was like, hmm, I'm not sure. I said, okay, how come? I mean, like, you got plans or something? She was like, hmm, well, yeah, my boyfriend's coming and I'm not really uh, sure how he would feel about that. Oh, God. At that point, so I'd like, be like, oh, fuck shit. you. <laughs> Just hang up the phone. This is one of those stories, though. You guys ever watch Graham Norton, the, the talk show? They I, do exactly the same thing at the end of the show, where he has the red chair, somebody comes on and tells a story. But if it isn't getting good quickly enough, 
the Everyone's celebrities like, done. No, they pull a handle and the chair flips back and they get thrown off it. Jesus, that's like every call we get here on the that, show. Actually, <laughs> I'd give the shit one a bit more than that, but this is a flip the handle about Well, maybe. I mean, they, it might get better. Oh, Let's okay. See. There's more. She has a boyfriend and he's coming. How fucking weird is that? Anyway, and the dilemma I had was, do, do I still go to the gig? Because, like... Fucking band. Yeah, they were a good band. Uh, I kind of wanted to go. Wanted Shut to up, gig. woman. Also, like, her boyfriend's going to be there. And, you know, what does this mean? Does this mean, like, he knows that I'm a Tinder guy? Is she told him that I'm just going to be a, his friend? Or is it going to be, like, some weird Nigel Toir? Anyway, and going, he just... Wow, so wait, this guy's already thinking we might double team this girl. I mean, that's the best reaction, which is the... <laughs> Okay. Menage Would you ever do that though? Would you ever go and like you're talking to a girl and she's like, well, my boyfriend's going to be there, but he's down to fuck. Well, I would probably ask her what the fuck is going on here <laughs> might be the first question, right? But obviously the, this this particular person is uh, of a different right. ilk. Notice, notice he doesn't want to say the band. So either this entire story is bullshit or he has the worst taste in music or and he doesn't want us to Or it's fucking... Ned's you know, Atomic Dustbin. They're another Scottish band. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of them? <laughs> I have heard of Ned's. Deacon Blue. Deacon Blue Scottish. Yeah. Is it? They're not bad, though. Rumrig. Good one. Uh, Texas, aren't they Scottish? Alex Harvey. Uh, Sensational yeah, Alex Texas. Harvey band. What's the, what's the name that did uh, that... Oh, oh, the fucking best. Uh, Four Weddings and the Funeral song. Simple Minds. No, fuck Simple Minds. The... The wishing. Oh, the the the, the tr no. The proclaimers. The They're brilliant. The proclaimers. <laughs> Not tears. Ah, I, fuck though, I anyway. wouldn't walk five hundred miles to go to a gig with this guy. Boom. <laughs> but you would to be on this podcast. Gig, so I have to go meet up, have some drinks before, and just sit with her and her boyfriend. And it's so fucking awkward. Anyway, I go to the gig with just me and her. And it's very, very so odd he because went, she's anyway. flirty and she asks if I want to come back out after. And anyway, I say, no, it's going to be pretty fucking weird. And I, I bail after. Anyway, thanks for having such a great podcast. My girlfriend wants to uh, say something. She's going to be that annoying fact-checking person. Sorry, had you... Fact-checking? Wait a second. So his had girlfriend... Had you screened this message before? No, nah, I, I don't listen to these Because that's five minutes I want back from my life. <laughs> I don't listen that to these That was like calls. The, the shittiest story. Can I was like, call him now? I was at least the boyfriend's going to slip a finger up his butt I thought something, something was yeah. going to happen. That's what I thought. Can I, I was... get a perverted friend of mine on the phone just to make up for that? <laughs> oh, there's clip. more. There's more. Here's, uh -huh. here's the girl. This is uh, part, two. part two of what we were we, we were trying to bring you guys. Oh, a little bit. It's going to be way better. Chat and shit. Uh, but my girlfriend wants to be that annoying bitch that's going to fact check to you. Oh, uh, annoying bitch. <laughs> oh, she's pissed. Well, you were talking about HPV virus um, being it for life. Well, the other day I was told, not that I've been vaccinated against it. So, well, of course you have. Of course, aren't most young people vaccinated no, for no, that? No, yeah, but that's she's that's only a recent thing. So I mean, she's like person. she's like super young, like maybe early twenties. But because they only true, started though? vaccinating in the last five. When you 10 get years? HPV, if you've had unprotected sex with more than three people, you probably have it, and you have it for life, right? Yeah. Has Not all got, people get warts but from it's, it. But it's like even even having the vaccination doesn't protect you against all the strains. It's just the most common ones because it's like multi-strains. You know a lot about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. HPV over here. Do you think she here. has the uterus problem that might have been referred to a few times the earlier? The prolapse uterus. 
I don't know. She's got it written all over that phone. HPV, for heavily prolapsed vagina. Oh, that sounds like what she might have, but she's been vaccinated against it, so we'll see. She's annoying just by her voice. Got it. Um, but I was told after two years it's gone, so you can get vaccinated against it. So uh, D, go and fucking get your shit sorted. What? Okay, I can't get vaccinated against this shit. I don't know what kind of Scottish well, actually, doctors you're going actually to. you can. They won't offer it in America. But at my uh, age? Yeah, yeah, no, you can. Because a 44 year old man yeah, can get it's, vaccinated it's for this. It's strains. And they won't do it because mainly they're like, the chances. Yeah, but I probably. Yeah. Don't you think I have it? No, that's what they say. The chances are that you've had oh, it or you you've had it. it. Oh, for because sure. Because that's, th- that's the thing. If you get it, it doesn't like stay in your system like a lot of strains. It will, like you say. A year, two years, whatever, and it's gone. But I'm Your pretty body sure builds up like AIDS, right? Or an immunity yeah, to it, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, that's strange. But I don't. I just don't know if a vaccine would even work. The problem is when you've got it is that you can then infect women who can get cancer from it, right? Oh, so yeah. it does have its uses. You can still get. You can still get fucking. But dick do they have? But I thought the vaccine was only up until like you're 26 or something. No. Well, the whole point is that it's the the vaccine only really works before you're sexually active. That's why. Like in America, I think they only offer it up to 16. But based on your medical, you can probably have it a little bit more. Well, Lee, you probably get it. Well, You're not sexually I mean, active I, mean, yet, I, would thought, <laughs> I would have thought there was a... Where's your missus again? <laughs> up to the age of 12, I would understand. But 16, um, it's a bit late, yeah. isn't it? Because <laughs> um, apparently, yeah, uh, different types. You can be like vaccinated now. Maybe it's just the UK and we're... We're looking after our, our folks because it's all free, isn't it? NHS and all that. But. Yeah, the NHS. Yeah, folks. and also, um, I, yeah, I agree with the guy in the office, like having that awkwardness that the chat they were having, wasn't it, where he was saying how he wanted to be like PC in the office and shit, and it's fucking hard. But I also work with an office, and I think it's the same company as you work for, the printing, like the, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called. But basically, I work for the UK version, um, and it's like audio. And like print, like um, online mags. It's really boring now. I don't know what the yeah, fuck she's yeah, talking about. Last, Have you ever seen Peep Show? I have seen Peep Show. Is that what she's talking about? No, she sounds like that fucking step. boring fucking twat Dobby on it. Hello, I'm Dobby. What? Oh. Her fucking <laughs> accent sounds like Dobby office. from Peep Show. <laughs> I'm like, God, this woman's boring. Given us is that we'd really like to try blowing cocaine into each other's anuses. Uh, is this something you guys have tried? Uh, and if so, like, what is the recommended quantity? And and how do you how do you do it? Do you do you put the cocaine in the straw? Do you tip it in and then blow it up? Do you do you put it in your mouth then blow it up? Uh, and you this know, is how, definitely how a question do, do for Lee. Or do I lube up the straw? Uh, if you guys have ever done this, I would really like some advice on that. Um, but other than that, thanks for doing such amazing podcast. You guys are amazing. Um, Harrison seems so fucking happy at the minute. I don't know if it's the CBD oil. But um, yeah, it's oh, great I to hear. Like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cook some shit there. So thank you so much, guys. Finally, they yeah. say something of interest and and, <laughs> and of notice and of substance. He's like the Roger Ebert of our phone calls. Dude, all the calls are like this. Like, think about the. <laughs> He's flipping the chair. Um, have you ever done that? You ever done a booty bump? Is that what it's called? It's a booty bump. I'm yeah. only joking. Of course, I know what that is. I have not actually. You've never have you ever I put cocaine in a woman's arse. 
You know he has. You know he's fucking smeared it on his fucking cock before he No, I it, stay away from it. I don't like... I, I, I don't... I mean, I maybe a few inches further up, but, you know. I've, see, I've done it. You don't need a straw to do it. You just put it on your finger and just shove it in there. Tell that's him. all you do. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you don't need a straw to blow it up your ass. So like, I mean, that's not going to work. The, the, the whole point is because the, the membrane and the butt and everything is yeah, thin, so it gets too blood. Well, but uh, surely uh, isn't that the same with the inside of the mouth? No, it's it's you. It's if, if you get more capillaries in your anus, God, you're actually so if you talking put, seriously about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. You've never I done that? Why they, why, why they I, do I remember that? I had a girl. Uh, this girl I dated actually that was super into blow you had a girl as opposed to one that you dated <laughs> no this girl I dated I was gonna say instead of one I just hooked up with but, um, this girl I dated that was super into blow and she she would get off on it like I would just like put a big like you know dollop of cocaine on my finger and just shove it right in there but then I've heard other girls would put the cocaine in like kind of uh, like water and just squirt it in there but it's usually the only time I've ever done it. I put it on my finger and just shoved it up in her ass. And you just kind of, you know, finger in the butt. Or one time, actually, she, well, she snorted a line off my dick. And then puts, puts him on and I fucked her in the ass. Did you snort one off hers? Off her dick? <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of the girls you dated. This is a different girl, all right? <laughs> Mate, you know that we share a share like you and I. But no, I think all you need to do to do it, if you really want to try to get a bunch of blow. And, although, I don't know about Scottish blow. I don't know. Do you think Scott blow by the well, time they hit spotting. Scotland? Is that good? Well, I don't know. They, they did heroin in that, Yeah, that was spotting. heroin. That was scag, right? And heroin, they love heroin in Scotland. Oh, I think Scotland's probably, you know, well, it's got a lot to live up to, Scotland, well, you know, isn't it? Actually, I take that back. When I was there for Fringe, a couple fans had some, and it wasn't that bad. I was surprised. There you go. I mean, I don't know where they're getting it from, but it wasn't that good, bad. There's some good blow, but it's completely off subject. She's in Bucharest, Romania. In Romania, yeah. they can get it? Yeah, and it's not even like a port, but yet it was, it was quite I wonder where you get it from. A, a, a guy with tattoos all up his... No, but I mean, I wonder how do they get it into Romania? Because it's not like it's not by South America. Like, well, we get our shit go, from Mexico. I believe it goes from Amsterdam across down to uh, Germany and the Czech Republic and then... And then somehow they, gets over they there? They circumvent around... Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, you should definitely try the booty bump. Uh, most girls love that. Uh, let's move on to the next call here. Another Tinder... I don't want to say Tinder horror story, but definitely another Tinder uh, Tinder tale. Let's just call it a Tinder tale. <laughs> Stop hey, right there. D. Harrison. I think, this guy, I think he has consumption or something. I don't know do what if happened. That was the call. <laughs> that was it. Well, we've had calls like that. If it was, <coughs> and then thump. On the it was ground. usually like <coughs> fucking Jews. That's usually how it is. That's a typical it's call. Merlin again. Sorry. I just- I just took a fat ass dab. <laughs> so I might get a little sidetracked. He just took a fat ass dab. I actually like this guy a lot. This is a new caller. What is it's a fat ass dab? You never done dab you never heard of dabbing? I mean, do I wanna know what this is? <laughs> dabbing or dabbling? Dab. Dabbing. Like digital audio broadcast radio? It's not even a thing. No dabbing. No dabbing is a new. It's well, I don't want to say it's new. It's been around for a few years. But a new way they smoke weed now, where it's like just smoking a joint or smoking a bowl isn't enough. You don't get high enough from that. So what they do is it's basically 
marijuana crack. They they take the THC and they extract it from the weed and they make it into like this little like kind of uh I don't know, it's not it's like a little crystal chemical thing and it's basically just crack and you're smoking completely concentrated thc so you and you have to use a a special pipe with like a fucking blowtorch to do this stuff yeah it's i'm not even making this up god i'm so glad i was here today i i i'm it's called dabbing yeah so when you go to uh yeah when you go to like um these dispensaries there's flower there's vape then there's shatter and then there's DAP. Is it da- legal to do that? Oh, yeah. It's totally legal. Yeah. It's so, concentrated THC into like a little crystal thing. So what's the highlight compared to normal? It's You get unbelievably high, like to the point where you can't even do anything. You can't even move. You're like so oh, so it's not like a proper, it's not like a like bounce, bounce. bounce. Oh, no. Like no, no are, I mean, it's a proper weed. It's, fucking... You're in a weed coma. I've only dabbed once, and I was like completely just like sitting there, like holy shit, I couldn't even move. So Brad Pitt and True Romance on on speed, ironic. Nah, I mean, you no, know, Brad Pitt and True Romance was smoking normal weed like a normal human. Yeah, but human. if you multiplied that times like a hundred thousand, Brad Pitt's in yeah. True Romance. But but that's what I understand about weed. It's like. Can't you just fucking smoke a joint like a normal person? Oh, no, right, I got to get a fucking Bunsen burner and a pipe and a blowtorch. Put these little crystal liquefied THC things in here and just... Because that's I how have, high I have to go. Luckily, I have Danny's black cock yeah, shape. Yeah, which is normal. That's normal. But dabbing, that's a... And like some of these dispensaries around here, they have dab bars that you go to. And you can go to like the dab bars and get dabs but anyway that's kind of what the young people do these it's days it's kind of more the modern equivalent of uh opium dabs right kind of yeah but mm. dab bars are illegal technically but some of these places have dab bars yeah but i you know i don't typically do the dab but thing. that was like <laughs> opium back in the day right because you get so fucked up on it you basically you lay down yeah and... the dab bars that i've been to it's like it's just a couch and people are just sitting there on the couch just like high out of their minds <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, just, yeah. this guy did some dabs. But I wanted to tell you guys about the worst Tinder experience I've ever had. <laughs> um, it was a Tuesday night. Tuesday night. I was single, obviously, and uh, I hadn't been getting played very much <laughs> at the time. So when random girl that I messed with like a week prior sends me a message saying, hey, want to fuck tonight? Like, oh, sure, yeah, that's something to do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> young young people on Tinder, that's how it is. Like, for us, we're too old for Tinder. So we don't get that. But young people, it's like, you want to fuck? You up? Let's uh, fuck. I do think that's a slightly revisionist version of it. But the best part of that is, what was the last thing he said? Uh, yeah, nothing else to do. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing better going on. I'm just, like, sitting here playing video games, dabbing. Might as well fuck. <laughs> So, That's so he's still dabbing. dabbing. Other than her profile being like, I don't know. Because I'm into like goth girls and stuff, but hers was like the weird goth girl, you know, like the one that. Yeah, this actually, uh, uh, those uh, are no, the best D, kind. D, That's the D, best kind. Did you just kind. go boner? You could see the table move. <laughs> I would say, he's like, weird goth girl? I would say no, that describes every. That describes every ex-girlfriend of mine. <laughs> it's like weird goth girl. Right there. Best kind. They have some problems. Harrison. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, I said that I was going to the gym, but I'd be down to hang out afterwards. And she, like, started calling me uh, some kind of, basically implying that I was some Chad or something like that. Chad. uh, He's from Chad or he's called Chad? Is that like Chav? You guys are so out of it because you're so old that you're not in touch with internet culture. No, we're just, like, intelligent culture people. (laughs) Don't know about dabbing. Don't know what a Chad is. You never heard of Chad? Yeah, it's the thing that cost Gore the election. (laughs) The hanging. <laughs> and, and for one, this guy doesn't go to the gym. Listen to him. I yeah, doubt no, it. Yeah, not, I, he goes to the gym and then he dabs. I go to the gym. But a Chad is basically a jock. Oh. That's what a Chad is. This guy's it's, not a fucking jock. No, but I mean, I think she's teasing him, calling him a Chad. But that's yeah. in this like in a, the modern parlance, Chad is a jock. Okay. I like how I'm explaining this, and I'm fucking like your age. That's kind of the first red flag. <laughs> but while I'm at the gym. She starts sending me pictures of her butt. What did, oh. it's probably second red flag is I only got butt pictures. I didn't see any tits or like oh, face or anything. What do you mean? That, that, what's what's <laughs> there's no red flag? Yeah, about what's wrong butt. with that? Foolish twenty two year old as <coughs> I was went along with it. <coughs> right when she gets to my house, I realize like, oh, this isn't happening. She's just a very trashy, gross girl. <coughs> What the fuck is right. wrong with this guy? Do you know what? I've been feeling guilty. This is great being on the show because I, I feel cleansed. I've been feeling so guilty about leaving climate change to the next generation. <laughs> now I'm now I'm like actually Don't worry about reassured it. about <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're like, going to be fine. Turn on the AC. Yeah. Let's like fucking pump some gasoline and let's kill this. This is like the guilt has been This is the next generation. This is the idiocracy, just so, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> But dude, what the fuck? This girl's sending you pictures of her ass. Just He's complaining. Bone her and then tell her to leave. Like, like I, I, I get it. If, I it, don't if the get ass it. sucks and it's like full of like cottage cheese or what? Do, what do you guys call it? Goop. Goop. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's if it's a badass, fair enough. But he's like. That's a red flag. If a girl sends me pictures of her ass, she's generally got a mention, good ass. I don't know about I don't know about you, but trashy is usually a turn on for me. You know, maybe he's like he's like jumping in out of time because it almost sounds like he's talking about something from a completely different week. This is now something from a completely different week. I, he he's just all over the I, place. Yeah, if I'm wondering about this. It's the dabs. And on top of that, she was like fucking wasted. Even better. I realized later I don't think that she drove there. I think she got an Uber, which kind of makes the story a little bit funnier. That doesn't even matter. All right, so she's wasted (laughs) and she got an Uber? And she's sending you pictures of her ass. This is like a gift from Jesus. This is a great chick, right? She drinks, she sends you ass pictures, and she takes a fucking Uber. No wonder he didn't get laid much. I don't know. Lay off the dabs. Um, because I, we get up to my room and I'm like, all right, this isn't happening. So I just start playing what? video games. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, such a fucking prude. This is such a neckbeard. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Do you have he's like, he's like, this girl comes over. She comes up to my room. Right. So he still took her up to his room, which means he still lives with his parents. Cause he wasn't like, he might be a room. He might have roommates. Fuck that. He lives um, with his parents. Right. And then he, and then he's like. So she pissed me off or whatever, and then he goes, so I started playing video games? This is a fucking neck $10, it's this. And uh, uh, she put my cock inside her, and I thought, nah, this ain't going to (laughs) happen. She's like kind of trying to start a conversation, 
but everything she's saying is like annoying and like you can't really relate at all. And on top of that, the whole time my dog is just like, like maybe like four feet away from her, just staring at her, growling. So I was like, oh god, I think I might have an actual psychopath in my room right now. I got to figure out a way to uh, get her out. He's so Dude, paranoid. He's he a, is like, this, didn't happen, this is what happens. You smoke yeah, dabs. Yeah, yeah. You get that high yeah. that you start getting paranoid, and you get like a goth chick, like something, a gift handed to you like this, and you think it's like, no, this is bad. Well, she's, she's, a, re- too she's a creation of his of his state of mind. It's well, insane. I, I would just like to say. If he still has her number, send <laughs> yeah. it along. Yeah, pass it on over there. Yeah. And we'll take care of it. So after like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of my dog growling at her, she's like, okay, well, this isn't really fun. Uh, I think I might go. I was like, yeah, I, I'm thinking the same thing. It doesn't. What I don't understand about this is usually, isn't that the goal? of a Tinder or online date is to get them back into your room. And have the dog growl at them, especially. Well, I would kick the fucking dog out the room. But this guy didn't have to go on a date. He didn't have to meet for coffee. Didn't have to buy her drinks. Didn't have to buy her dinner. Straight to his fucking room. Melt those ice caps, I said. You gotta lay off the dabs and get a dose of reality here. It's it's lies or he's a fucking virgin and doesn't know how to treat a woman. Sounds like a virgin. Or he's like, can be selective which I don't under, I've never been able to I've never been able to accommodate that <laughs> I'm not. That. if you're selective you wouldn't be on fucking Tinder and maybe the only way true. that he, he can possibly justify this if it ends with I figured out that I wanted to fuck my dog after all <laughs> I learned a lot I was like this is gonna happen and she just like explodes and was like what the fuck why why you're kicking me out why? You know, you know, to be honest, if a girl's willing to come all the way to your house, like he didn't have to go over to her house, she's definitely not very attractive. Do you think this girl's attractive? She's coming, no. she's going out of her way to come to his house to have sex with him. I don't think she's attractive. I don't think she exists first, but I've, I've, I've had girls that are not unattractive no, come I've over to it. my place. Yeah. Well, the first time you ever hang out yeah. with them? I don't know about that. Dave, it's been a hard life for you, obviously. <laughs> Your dog doesn't like me? And I didn't really know what to say. I was just like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, dog's drowning at you. I don't think that we're going to, like, fuck if she's, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, there's a part two. Okay. Uh, God damn it, I knew I was going to be too stoned and fucking get sidetracked and make this way too long. Anyways, I'm trying to kick her out. She's, like, yelling at me. And she starts like going going down the stairs, but she fucking just trips and falls and just like tumbles down my <laughs> stairs. <laughs> so I like kind of go to check to see if she's okay, and kinda go. she like uh, walks towards the kitchen, and I'm like scared at this point, thinking, "Oh shit, she's going to grab a knife. I think I might die tonight." But I think <laughs> no, 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 no. He he was scared that. She was going to get into the fridge, get in the leftovers, and then his parents were going to yell at him for eating all the fucking food. I would be scared if she was going to fucking sue my this ass. suddenly <laughs> went from like the most boring monotone message ever to something that requires you to play the Halloween music in the background. <laughs> the psycho music. Can you do it? confused and didn't sure. know where the front door was. Uh, so she had left her like purse and shoes and shit in my room. So being the gentleman that I am, yeah. I decided to gentleman. pick them up and bring them down to her and say, Hey, don't forget these on your way out. You know, 
So we get into this weird standoff in the hallway next to the front door. She didn't grab a knife, by the way. Uh, that was just a, it, it was just me thinking that. But we're standing there and she's Clearly. like having this like, uh, like anxiety ridden, like speaking half sentences, like, you just got your fucking guts. You're not even good uh, and finally, Sounds I'm just like, like Danny's right, please just leave. So she storms <laughs> out and like slams the door and shit. And I didn't know this, but um, okay. So the next day, I get home from work, and my neighbor, he uh, he's out in his backyard, and he's like, "Hey man, I heard you met the love of your life last night." I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? Did you hear her through the walls? Apparently, she. Like, fell off my front porch, and my neighbor's wife was sitting out there. And she was like, are you okay? And uh, she, she like, is sobbing and fucking explains how, like, she just moved here because she was in a mental institution, and she wanted a fresh start, <laughs> and she doesn't know how to meet people, so she's just trying to fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, so my neighbors heard all about it, and I guess they got a real good kick out of it, too. But yeah, sorry for the way long, drawn-out story. I just thought you guys might appreciate the worst Tinder experience of my life and the reason that I uh, don't have strangers over to my house anymore. <laughs> all right, bye. So I'm sure they don't have you over to theirs either. Okay, slightly redeemed themselves so, at the end there. So the reason I'm still mental The reason I'm handy. still calling bullshit on this story is because he said please just leave and she left. I've never met a girl in my life where I said where I've having a fight where I'm like please just leave and they leave. Right. They want to fucking fight and they want to argue. You literally they, they have will to keep murder you there them. till three in the morning. The only way I've ever been able to get rid of them is just I just don't say anything. I smoke weed and watch the young ones and then they'll just leave <laughs> eventually. <laughs> just I don't talk to them. I smoke weed. And by and the after young about ones, yeah, after about like the an hour children. of young ones, they're out. But piss, <laughs> pissing on your mattress first. Oh yeah. <laughs> That, that, wow, that that was a good story. That was that was a, a pretty horrific Tinder experience. I don't think I've ever had a Tinder experience quite like that. Do you think there's a Tinder for people who are hospitalized? But like hospital, like mental institution. Well, yes, like mental. It's like I see you, I fuck you. But like, <laughs> like mental. There's a Tinder for paranoids, and there's a Tinder for you know people like paranoiacs and autism tinder for ocd are you talking about like is there a retarded person tinder so you could probably <laughs> get laid you can't say <laughs> you can't say what's rotundo twitter hey, hey, hey you have to say have sex not you, get laid <laughs> we call it rotundo you should get on a rotundo twitter or tinder what do you mean, do you mean should <laughs> Could meet a girl with Down syndrome, and you could actually get oh, score no, at least once. That's another Birmingham story I could tell you, but <laughs> you I don't even know down. if I want to know that. People, call the sticker on hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We gotta get out of here. By the way, we appreciate everybody supporting the show on Patreon. We do appreciate that. It uh, helps keep the show going. Keeps us like you know. You know, keeps us wanting to do it. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up today. We actually record a lot of bonus content. We have this whole thing where we're talking about how uh, Lee over here is very similar to Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. I, I don't know. They're, like the, the similarities are rather incredible. Do you think so? Yeah, it's a bit more like Mr. Beanstein. <laughs> Mr. Beanstein, yeah. He's kind of like Mr. Bean version of Epstein. But you guys are very about, similar. Are you talking about me? 
Yeah. <laughs> very, very similar. So anyway, there's a whole lot well, outtake about dead that. Inside, that's for sure. <laughs> we also have a great call from the Epic Farter who's back to form. That was a good call. That was a pretty good call. That's on the Patreon page. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Finally here, sick and wrong song of the week. I want to say a big rest in peace to actor, director Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda, uh, whose uh, rise to fame with his role in Easy Rider, which is an amazing movie. Easy Rider, Dennis Hopper's in that as well. He died this past Friday. Uh, he was 79 years old. So rest in peace there, Peter Fonda. Um, you know, he was uh, the son of Henry Fonda and the brother of Jane Fonda. His daughter, Bridget Fonda. It's a whole Fonda thing going on here. Fonda Empire. Fonda Empire. He 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 made a film that you've just quoted that probably this show may not have existed for because it changed and it gave changed us a everything. subculture. It did. That film. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 film created a subculture. And if you, you haven't seen it, people, you have to see this. Times removed from that subculture. You know, it just marked its fiftieth anniversary this 69. year. Sixty-nine. Easy Rider. Yeah. Right, 1969 blockbuster there starring Jack Nicholson and Dennis Jack Hopper. Jack Nicholson is the bird character, wasn't he? The... Roger Ebert called it one of the rallying points of the late 60s. Yeah, great film. Directed Celebrated by... sex, drugs, rock and roll, and the freedom of the open road. Directed by? Uh, who directed that movie? Well, I mean, the, the, the funny side of it is that they don't remember because they were all so stoned, but it's credited to Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper directed that? Yeah, but, you know... It self-directed itself. You know, Foss, uh, Fonda was nominated for an Academy Award for the screenplay with Dennis Hopper. What screenplay? <laughs> no, it is. It's a great... It's, it's, a, it's a great... It's, and the soundtrack is yeah. a masterpiece oh, as well. So we're going to end the and... show here with Fraternity of Man doing Don't Bogart Me. Remember that song? Oh, classic. It's a great. It's a classic song. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Lee, for being on the show. Appreciate you guys uh, subbing today. And uh, check out Gatsby's England podcast. Where can people, where can people find that? Um, you'll remember Lee was on the show a while ago talking about you, uh, Russia. Usually in the recycle bin. <laughs> Let me think. Um, the nether regions of Facebook. Well, you mean the one from 2011? Or yeah, no. it's Gadsby'sEngland.com. That's Gadsby with a D, as in David, not as in T. Gadsby as in and, and Dick. <laughs> and aren't you like the fluffer for the English soccer team? Is well, that what you know, punk? somebody's got to fluff people's fluff. <laughs> People, we bet back next week with uh, episode 701. This is episode 709. We're 700. Yay! 700. We'll be serious? back next week with episode 701. I'm hoping uh, Harrison makes it back from Europe. Stop the show right now. 700. Yeah, we probably should. We're, we're we should have stopped it on 666. We're the pinnacle. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back this. next week with episode 701. Till then, take a sleazy. That joint, my friend Pass it over to me Don't bogart that joint, my friend Pass it over to me Roll another one Just like the other one You've been hanging on to it And I sure would like a hit Don't bogart that joint, 
my friend Pass it over to me Don't bogart that joint My friend Pass it over to me and wrong. I love Harrison. I love D. Simon. I love Wackerly. Fuck you, Wackerly. Goodbye and good night.